evening. Good evening, good day. Good afternoon. I don't know. It depends where you're at. Depends where you're at. I know a lot of people out of the country like, yo, Nate, that's kind of messed up. You didn't shout out to us. You know, it ain't all about New York. Just because you from New York don't mean everybody from over there. Yeah, you nigga. Not everybody's from New York. So stop it. (laughs) Stop it. It's a very simple thing. Very simple to tell somebody every now and then, hey. And that's what it's about. They say to be transparent, to be transparent, but how could you be transparent if everybody's full of shit? You know? But it's a great thing, you know what I'm saying? This is this is like, this is just what's showing you, man. All the gun violence, right? All of this shit going on in the world, you know, niggas shooting everything up, prices high in New York, Gas is high. You know, just high. Everything is just high, you know. Everything is just high, expensive. You know, you want a mansion. They want all this money here. It's tough. You know, it's just every day. It's stress. People don't say good morning. People don't say good afternoon. People don't say good evening, good night. How do you go to bed and you just don't say good night? Like how how do you do that? You just, you don't say nothing. Just nothing. I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just, you know, you just go to bed. No respect. You know, one thing about South Carolina I love, shout out to my mother's family. I mean, my my, my mother's uh, hometown. And when we go down there, it's love. We used to be on the porch, my grandmother's porch, and people would pass by the house. Those were the days. Oh, man. What I would do to rewind that. You guys are so fucking miserable in this new world. Miserable. I think there was a handful of misery back then. This shit is crazy. 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 I can't. I don't know, man. It's just it's just different. Like let me just tell you, let me tell you how my day started. Because I got to get to this. I got to come back and talk about this Joe Rogan shit. That fucking racist fuck. You know what? I knew that motherfucker was racist before he was racist. <laughs> I never, I never fucked with Joe Rogan like that. Only difference is with him is that, only difference with Joe Rogan is that he don't know that he looks like a racist. You know what a motherfucker look like a racist? Like I live in Staten Island. I see a motherfucker that like Joe Rogan and he see me, he know he met his match. He looks at me and I look at him. I'm like, all right, who, which, which, who gonna pull out first? 
Because, you know, we kill our own people. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You don't want to fuck with a person. That's like fucking with a suicide bomber. You don't want to fuck with a suicide bomber. Suicide bomb is dangerous, nigga. Them niggas will kill themselves. So you gonna threaten, you gonna argue with a man that kills his own? That's why I don't want to, that's why nobody wanna live around black people. Nobody wanna live around black folks. Black folks are fucking dangerous. You come on now. It ain't just me. Come on now. You got a person moving out, and you see a white person moving, Asian person moving, you ain't even thinking about it. You like, hey, that's that's we're good. But you see niggas moving, even niggas don't want niggas moving in. They be like, damn, black motherfuckers moving in there. Shit. Oh, man. And don't let it be a black woman with just kids. You can forget it. She works, look at that house is up. The fuck is ruined. That neighborhood's fucking destroyed. Done. I know a lot of y'all in these different states, y'all got these little developments and, you know, and I, it's so sad because th- this was told to me from a very rich man. But anyway, y'all got these developments and y'all want to get the people from New York. Y'all want to get them out there, you know, because you know our shit is expensive. And like, let's, let's get them out here, especially them niggas. How do you do that? You could get a mini mansion for $250,000. Niggas is going to leave. Niggas are going to sell. Let me tell you something about niggas. A nigga will sell his whole fucking block to give that white man $250,000 for a dream house. I'm in a moving business. I see this all the fucking time. All the fucking time. Shout out to all my dumb motherfucking niggas from New York that moved out of state and sold their house. See, you don't understand where I went with this, right? If you move from New York and you move to the Midwest or the West Coast, you don't sell. You're black. You don't sell nothing. You don't sell, dummy. You fucking idiot. You don't sell. Selling is a nigger move. You're not supposed to sell. Family left you this house for generational wealth, you fucking dummy. This is why black folks are so fucking broke because we're so fucking stupid. We are stupid as a motherfucker. And I can only say that. See, Joe Rogan can't say that. I can't. Joe Rogan can't say that, but I can't because I'm black. I know we're terrible. See, the billionaire mindset proves that we're terrible because when you hear white men talk like today, right? I'm watching the news and I seen this dude, not news, but it was a TV show, like a news show. And he has like this underground bar by the subway station at 50th Street. And you should see this shit. This nigga got this underground fucking bar. Right? Underground bar. And this underground bar is amazing. Like, the woman sits down with him. Like, you open the door. You see these black doors. So you would open this. You're in a subway station. It's heavily tinted windows. Now, you don't think niggas do the tint fucking car windows, right? This place had heavily tinted windows. When you're in this bar, this fucking place is like another world. So me, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. I sit down. I'm like, wow. How did you think about this? Why why do white people always think about some amazing shit? Amazing. So the woman's like, what made you come up with this idea? He said, well, 
He remembers watching this TV show that's 30 years old when this person did this. And I wanted to capture the energy of New York from a perspective. I'm like, why is it we don't think like that? Why the fuck when we as niggas, all we do is think about fucking rims in a mini mansion? Why? Why are niggas so intrigued from stupidity? I'm like, yo, this is amazing. Like, you visioned this and made it come to life? I mean, how is it that we, why is it when we see a black-owned business, we fucking frying some chicken and fucking making some ribs? God damn. Why? Why, nigga? Why, nigga? Why? Why? Every fucking time I see a nigga, it's the same shit. We don't know what to do with our fucking money. We are so fucking stupid. All we do is stay. I just stayed in myself. That's why I don't fuck with nobody. That's why I stayed in myself in the hood. Shout out to Michael. I appreciate that super stick. Appreciate all of you. Hold up, big bro. I don't fuck with niggas. I stayed in myself. I just, uh, What? You stay for what? Are you a celebrity? Like, no, I mean, you got you got to ask people that. Every time I have black customers, they always be like, yo, it's mad low. I stay to myself. Nobody sees me. I'm like, yeah, that's a sign of mental illness. You don't want to be around nobody. You don't talk to nobody. You don't want to be bothered. So why live? What's the point of living if you don't want to be fucking bothered? Now, I mean, you may have a bad day, but is every day bad? I can understand. I didn't want to be bothered earlier today because I was having a bad fucking day. But why? Why do we have this mentality? Why is it that we don't know what to do with our money? People have a, let me explain something to you with a black man and a white man. A white man, that motherfucker owned 100 houses all throughout the United States. Property is property. He either owns it and flipping it or flipping it to own it or own it to flip. When we own a house and grandma, grandma, grandpa, grandma leaves us the money, our stupid fucking ass, this shit been in five generations. You know what our, our nigger asses do? We sell the motherfucker, go buy a nice car, and then go to fucking Midwest and buy a fucking house. This is the level of stupidity of niggas. Shout out to Canadian girl. What up? Shout out to Robert Carson. Whatever. I'll see all y'all. Niggas. Niggas are so fucking stupid. We are the only ones that do this. We feel, well, you get more for your money. How can you get more for your money, dummy, when the house you had in New York was a million dollars? The house you're buying in fucking damn Vegas is 400000 so you you sell the million dollar house in New York, you move to Vegas and bought a six hundred thousand dollar house or four hundred thousand, you pocketed six hundred thousand, spent that shit and balled out, bought jewelry, Lamborghini truck, just all nigger shit. Sell that fucking house in Vegas in 30 years. You're, you're lucky if you make two hundred thousand on that one. But you sell the house in New York for a million dollars, nigga, and two months is worth 1.2. You made $200,000 on the fucking million dollar house in two months. But you sold it. You think your stupid ass would go out there and buy this? 
You see, this, this is this is see, this is the mentality of niggas. And it's just ain't no East Coast shit. This is some this is some national shit. United States of America. Niggas don't impress because niggas don't know what to do with their money. Niggas will take the money and don't know what to do and throw it in the fucking air. Niggas will go to a strip club and throw the money in the fucking air. They got air, they got money machines that you turn and the shit flies in the air. Niggas purchase this. Black folks don't know what the fuck to do with money. All we talk about is buying a fucking house and leaving New York or leaving. Niggas in Vegas want to leave Vegas. Niggas in New York want to leave New York. Everybody want to leave and go somewhere else because nobody's happy with nothing because they don't know what the fuck to do. Life just looks so much better because the grass looks so much green on the other side. Grass looks green on the other side, right? It does. And this is the thing, you, you look at this life and say, what, what is my purpose in life? Am I trying to make money or I'm trying to have generational wealth? Black motherfuckers don't have the patience for generational wealth. It takes too long. Nigga, I'm trying to make a flip and I want, it, I want it to be easy. So you know what we do? Asian man comes to your house. Hey, hey, nigga. I'll buy your house. We'll buy it cash. We'll give you cash, cash money. How much you want? I want a million. We'll give you 800,000. Any bargain with your stupid ass. They open that briefcase, just like the Jews did it. They open that briefcase, that black motherfucking them beady eyes. Ooh, yes, sir. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll sell every fucking thing. Fuck when my grandfather built this house. Fuck when my grandmother and them legendary did with this. We out of here. Great grands, great, great grands. We, we selling this bitch. We going to the Midwest and we going to get a two-car garage with a house and a mini mansion. Fuck y'all, New York. Y'all niggas is stupid. But you never educated your people from the Midwest because you never told them, nigga, that the money that I'm making in New York, nigga, is the reason why I'm able to have this fucking house because I'm still making money. You see... Asians and Jews, they know niggas are stupid. They watch you. You see, Asians in my neighborhood, shout out to Anthony McGlashan. I love the Asians. Them niggas is rich, and you never know. They're like fucking bums. They drive a little Acura, little Acura MDX. They deliver in busted fucking cars, old Lexuses, beat up Camrys. These niggas is making like five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 in a fucking evening. On a weeknight. In the hood. Weekends, niggas is making like $30,000 on a fucking Saturday night. It's nothing. How is that possible, Nate? Nigga, that's what they making. These niggas is getting it. When they watch, watch how Chinese people close the store down. Why do they always disappear? They never get no Lamborghini, no fucking hot car. They get in a bullshit car. They look like they came right off the boat, but they got the bag. As you niggas would call it. Literally the bag. Niggas just walked out of that motherfucker with that. They don't even have the, the Brinks truck pick their money up. You ever notice you never see the Brinks truck in front of a Chinese restaurant? Never. But you niggas will watch Wallow or fucking what are these? Yo, we're going to rob that nigga because he on a, a steak and cheese spot or a cookie spot. We're going to go get that nigga because we know he getting that bread. He got the bag. Y'all rob him. But you won't rob the Chinese, man. 
No, sir. And I ain't telling you to do that. But these niggas are filthy rich. And they live in the hood right with you. But they, they, live in, they live in gated communities. Now, I know you niggas in the Midwest like, oh, yeah, gated community. We got plenty of those. No, nigga, we're not talking about those gated communities, fucking Sambo. We're talking about they gate everywhere they live because they live with their own family. They have other immigrants coming from their country and they give them jobs. These niggas start cooking at five fucking years old. We, you know what we have at five years old? We're doing TikTok videos with our kids. She don't know how to shoot a fucking gun on a motherfucking GTA. That's what we do. Kids ain't doing shit. Most of your kids don't do shit. Most of your kids don't even take the fucking garbage out. 10, 12 years old can't even take the fucking garbage out. Ignorance. But Asians are smart. They know niggas are stupid. They know it. They could open up four Chinese restaurants on one block and they get along. You get a soul food spot in the fucking restaurant, these niggas' prices are worse than us and their fucking food is more greasy. How are they doing this? You know what smart Asians do in these restaurants? They concentrate on what niggas like crab legs, sweet potato pie, uh, chicken filet sandwiches. Anything that niggas buy in a chicken spot, they got up in the fucking Chinese restaurant. They study you. They know what you like, niggas. If I go into a Chinese restaurant and I ask for some shit that they eat, they're going to be like, whoa, he must have an Asian girlfriend. He must know somebody from our country because this nigga ain't come here for no chicken wings and no fucking french fries. He must know. Hmm. Amazing, man. Y'all, y'all some, you motherfuckers are smart. You white people that create all these incredible restaurants throughout the city, you you make your own thing. All we got is soul food, fucking soul food. Soul fucking food. Chicken and waffles, nigga. Shrimp and dimp. All we do is nigger shit. That's all. Ask a nigga to get a restaurant. All he going to be like, yo, we're going to get a lounge. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to have like, you know, waffles, chicken waffles on Sunday. I'm going to sell that for $35, nigga, because I'm going to get it. Now you want some overpriced shit. $35 fucking dollars for chicken and waffles, nigga? Why? 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 Why, why is it that we have this spending power, but we're so fucking stupid? Why is that? You know how many niggas doing podcasts? They don't even know how to make money. They're like, how did Rogan, how is Rogan making all this fucking money? How is Rogan making $250 million a year? And every other podcast I know is broke. Because y'all niggas don't even know. Y'all think y'all going to get modernized on? It don't go like that. Y'all interviewed. Nigga, if you interviews anybody for your podcast, they're supposed to be paying you. Did you know that, you fucking dummy? Did you know that? I don't care if this nigga's a shit rapper. Yo, I could interview you. Yo, nigga, I need $100. Even $100. I don't, I don't know you, nigga. I got to charge you to be on my podcast. This is how I make my money. My time is my money. How much do you charge for your podcast? Nigga, I charge $50 per every fucking 10 minutes, nigga. That's what I charge. Now, nah, fuck that, nigga. I ain't, I ain't doing none of that shit. I ain't paying nobody to fucking be on their podcast. Okay. That's cool. That's fucking cool. But guess what? I'm not going to fucking interview your ass. I wish a nigga asked me next time, yo, son, I got this record. I'm like, yeah, you got to pay me. Word? Yeah. Nigga, but this, my, my equipment is expensive, nigga. My time is expensive. If I go to a moving job and they charge me, I charge them per hour per man. 
If you come into my studio or we stream this video, nigga, I want a fucking damn cash app. You better drop the money in there. I'm not going to charge me. You know how many times I interviewed niggas and they felt entitled? Oh, uh, I see you made some money. Can I get my cash app on here? Hold the fuck up, nigga. Whose channel is this? Get your own shit. This is my shit. How dare you? Niggas. We all divided. West Coast, East Coast, North and South. Everything is better than everything else. But I want to tell you the difference. Whether you move to the West Coast, you're not going to know what the West Coast is until you live in the West Coast. And I'm talking for years. Got to live there. I'm a New Yorker. So if a person comes here, they say, what's expensive? Well, nigga, it's expensive to live but you're going to make hella money when you sell. My cousin bought a house 15 years ago in Atlanta. She paid 200000 for this fucking house, or maybe one eighty. She sold this shit for two eighty. dollars how, how in the fuck did it take you 15 years to make 100000 on the house? That doesn't happen here in New York. That same house in New York, yes, it's going to cost $700,000. The difference is... We're going to go up 100000 in one fucking year when you take fucking 15 years to make 100000 That's the fucking difference. I was disgusted. Oh, living is easier. Living is easier. So do niggas get shot in Houston? Do niggas get shot? I just want to ask you a question. Do niggas get shot in Houston? Because New Yorkers think nobody gets shot in Houston. They just feel that all the murders happen because they see it here. Do niggas get shot in Houston? Do niggas get shot in Vegas? Do niggas get shot in California? Do niggas get shot other than the Bronx, Brooklyn? Because everything is fucked up here. Because, you know, the grass, the grass looks so much greener over there. I'm just letting... Do niggas get shot? I need you to help me out here. I see my man rep you text. Let me ask you a question. Do y'all have murders out there? Because I watched the first 48. And y'all niggas murder ruthlessly. Y'all niggas is, we, we murder each other, but we know we're going to do time. Y'all niggas just walk around with guns and kill each other. Because you could legally walk around with a firearm. We can. So we know we fucked up. I just want to know, do niggas, because according to me, as a New Yorker, people don't get shot everywhere else. It's only fucking over there. I had a bozo today call me. A fucking bozo. I didn't see this nigga in fucking weeks. Months, 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 months. Neighbor. I'm always trying to reach out. Cool brother. Him and his wife. They good. Good peoples. Cool. I tell him to support the channel. Big mistake. Wife is on my Instagram. Love. We good. Everything is straight. Shout out to Full Circle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to give a shout out. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to skip this. <laughs> Shout out to First Circle, bro. Good seeing you, big bro. Salute. Yeah, yeah. Full Circle looks like... Y'all remember the R&B producers, Tim and Bob? <laughs> go, to, go to Instagram. <laughs> go to Instagram and follow Tim from Tim and Bob. I want you to follow him, right? His name is Tim... His name is Tim Kelly. I am Tim Kelly. Go to Instagram. I am Tim Kelly. This nigga, this nigga got a fucking twin. 
You know that new twin app? That's your twin, bro. I am Tim Kelly from this nigga is the motherfucking Tim of Tim and Bob. Salute him. They from they from Illinois though. Salute, big bro. Appreciate you. <laughs> so I didn't see this nigga in months. I called his wife up. I'm like, yo, how y'all doing? I mean, I mean, I've been trying, man. You know, I try to do the thing because you know I'm I'm human. I like to be around people. I didn't hear anything. She would take like a month or two to respond. So anyway, fast forward. I'm like, yo, how's everything going? She's like, oh, she writes back. She's like, oh, you know, everything is cool. We're just getting ready to packing up and moving. Then we're packing up and leaving at the end of the month. Something to that. I said, y'all moving? Like, where the fuck did this come from? So she didn't respond. So I was like, all right, let me, let me call the husband. So I called the husband up. Bring, bring, hello? Yo, what's up, big bro? Who's this? Um, it's Big Nate. Who? Corey. Who? Your neighbor, nigga the big. Oh, shit. Yo, my bad. Yo, yo, I I, I changed my phone and I, I didn't download. I said, oh, come on, nigga. I use that excuse. I use that excuse when I lie to niggas that I fucking deleted. You deleted me. I use that. I, I literally use that excuse. My bad. I delete. Yo, um. I got a new phone and I didn't upload the stuff back from Apple. Nigga, first and foremost, that's a fucking lie. The minute you lose your phone in Apple, when you're in Apple, when you're in fucking T-Mobile, when you're in Boost Mobile, whatever your carrier is, the first thing you do is sign into your fucking what, people? <laughs> Come on. You soon as you sign in to your shit, every number, every text, every fucking thing gets transferred to your phone, nigga. You're lying. You fucking deleted my number because you were moving. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't. Listen, I can't make this. Listen, listen. Am I lying? When you, if your, if your iPhone drops in a puddle or what, niggas steal your fucking iPhone. You sign into your shit. Am I lying, people? Am I lying? I just, I just, am I lying here? Am I lying? Am I lying? Just somebody give me something here. You sign in to your damn Apple shit and guess what? All the numbers come right onto that phone. If you sign on to another phone because you got a backup phone, everything comes there. Matter of fact, the fucking phone may ring the same time. So after he told me this bullshit, I said, damn. He, or he already fucked himself when he told me that. Yeah, he fucked himself. Right, right, right there. I was like, damn. So the nigga was like, I was like, yo, fast forward. I just like, yo, what's going on, man? Yeah, yeah, you, yo, you, you moved? You moving? Yeah, yeah, we, we, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to pick my wife and them up and the kids, but I moved. I'm like, so how the fuck do you move and don't even tell a neighbor? Like, how, what, what, what is black folks' problem? What, what is the point? Why, why? 
What is it about y'all? All of y'all niggas think that you fucking damn ASAP Rocky and fucking Rihanna. You're not a celebrity. Nobody gives a fuck. When you come here, guess what these people are saying? Oh, shit. We got some niggas from New York. More niggas from New York. They couldn't fucking afford it out there moving out here. So if they're seeing you that way, I'm seeing you that way. So what the what is the point of the secrecy? Why is everybody trying to keep a secret? What is the secret? You're moving to a brand new community to a state with no family. Do you know how unhealthy that's going to be for your kids? You have to speak to parents. You're going to have to fucking make friends all over again. So after he bullshitted with this whole Apple ID bullshit, because it's like, okay, so you didn't sign into your shit, nigga, so you're not going to listen to your Apple fucking music. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. See, oh, my bad, I was just thinking about you. Yeah, really? How you thinking about me, nigga? You don't have my fucking number in your phone. There we go, niggas. There we go with niggas. So he's like, yeah, you know, you know, out here, you know, we didn't want to tell anybody, but I wanted to keep it low, but I trust you. And I'm like, Okay, is this nigga Method Man? Is this Mary J. Blige's fucking brother? Like, I, I don't understand the secrecy with niggas. This is the this is exactly why y'all don't fucking get shit. What is the secrecy? I don't want nobody nobody my business. Who cares? Do you know the best thing to tell people when you're moving is, hey, we're moving. It was nice knowing you. Take care, keep in touch. It's okay. You're moving. You you may never see these people again in your lives. So what is the point of using the mode of people that you were around the neighborhood to to dip? I know some people. Oh well, I don't owe nobody. No, it 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 doesn't make like. How is that part of your privilege? You're moving to better, right? Okay, so you can't bring that same attitude to where you're living now. Because these people in the Midwest, they say hello, good morning, and they speak. They're going to be annoying because you're coming from the East Coast where nobody speaks to no fucking body. You're already leaving there fucked up. Nobody's impressed with your home, nigger. You're black. In most cases, you don't own shit. You're in debt. White folks be owning shit. Asians, these motherfuckers' money is different. Their power is different. You just own one fucking house. Nobody's impressed by that. You probably want to impress your co-workers. Oh, we're doing this. They're not impressed. I just spoke to my man in Florida. This nigga's rich. That motherfucker just told me he flipped 100 houses last year. That's money. When you flipped a hundred fucking houses, yeah, you could live anywhere, but your money's coming from everywhere. His main money is coming from guess what city? New York. Where is he making this flip? Where in the fuck are you gonna go as you're building your house? This shit fucking increases in value. Where are you gonna go that every damn quarterly you get a print that says how much your house is worth and it keeps going higher and higher? You knock the city, but you don't know your money's worth bigger here. Niggas is stupid. There's no fucking brains. No fucking brains. People do this all the time. I've been in these conversations a dozen times. Location, location, location. 
What your house is worth is the location. If you put your house and put it on a fucking plane and flew this bitch over here or drive it on a damn fucking train or put it on the ship, it's going to be worth because the land is worth the money here. We have the power because we have the land. Oh, I was surprised. You The closing was easy. They gave me the keys way before. Yeah, nigga, because you're in the Midwest. This is nothing to them. I want to meet the developer that got you there. That's the motherfucker I want to meet. How come there's no niggas out here owning on that level? Why do niggas always want to do what Rick Ross is doing, what Jay-Z is doing, what Kanye's doing? Why don't you create your own shit, black people? Why? Why are you so stuck on, you know, I keep to myself, I stay to myself. So if you stay to yourself, nigga, why don't you move to a fucking, why don't you move to a private island? That's impressive. Move to a private island. When you're leaving, let me let me give you etiquette, people. When I move these white folks, what they do, they knock on doors. Hey, we're leaving. I miss you. We're, keep in touch. They change emails. That's what it's called. Niggas always leaving. Y'all niggas even leaving to fucking avoid paying the fucking next month rent. Or you're leaving with a whole bunch of drama, but yet you want to come into the new neighborhood with that same toxic energy. And they feel it. And they're going to fucking, you're going to get real tested because they are not going to leave you alone in the Midwest. Them motherfuckers are going to talk to you. They don't do that New York bullshit. Now that's the bullshit that we on out here. We become mean. We become mean. I ain't telling nobody. That's why I stayed in my So I had one of my friends. This nigga moved. <laughs> Shout out to my bro, but you know I love him. This nigga moves to Jersey a fucking year ago. <laughs> Calls me one day. I was like, yo, my car's parked up in your front of your house. Just want to let you know if you see my car, just you know, keep your eye on it. I'm like, huh? He's like, yeah, you know I moved to Jersey, right? I was like, when? This nigga told me, I think th- th- this time it was the summer. This nigga told me in January. So this had to be July. This nigga told me after six months, this is my man. He said, no, nah, you know, you can't keep niggas in your business. I'm like, why do black people think everybody's watching you? Nobody gives a fuck. They don't. They don't. You're so tuned to believing this because you don't trust your own other black folks. You think every nigga is going to kill you. Oh, niggas are going to hate. Um, I don't think niggas are going to hate. Maybe they're probably a little unhappy that you're leaving. I don't think that's hate. It's not hate if you have. These tenants, these particular neighbors were real cool neighbors. They're the type of neighbors visually that I thought was cool. Well, how cool are you? We didn't really connect. You moved and didn't even fucking tell me that you deleted my number. What is that? For what? I don't, what did I do? Why? Why do we always think everybody is looking at me? Why? Why do we always try to impress the white man? Why do we get the a nice car and we like, yeah, the white man was looking up at me. He was giving me thumbs up. But when a nigga look at you, he hating. Fucking hating ass nigga. Nigga looking at my whip. I see him in his bitches. Niggas is hating. But when a white man look at you and take a look, oh yeah, white man was looking, you feel good about yourself. You hit that gas harder when the fucking light turns green. You know you do. You know you do. 
You know this. Why is that? Shout out to Percy, man. Why? Why does every black person think they know fucking real estate? They know real estate. Yeah, because you know, I bought my house. I'm like, okay. Why do you feel you have to tell me that? It's very hard to impress me. <laughs> I'm not impressed by that. Why do you feel you have to impress me with that? Why don't you impress me and tell me that, yo, man, I opened up one of the most incredible fucking restaurants, three of the motherfuckers. I did this real wild creation. I, I created something new. I created this new food. This new Do something I never heard of. It's called innovation. There's nothing innovating about a nigga with a house. Nothing. I know bankers. I know realtors. I know mortgage brokers. I, these are people I'm around every day. All they want me to do is bring another fucking customer over here so I can make a commission. But it's a big deal to you. It's a big deal because you, 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 it's nigger mentality. We don't think about innovation. We don't think about science. We don't think about, uh, we only, oh, we all think about entertainment, unfortunately. We don't think about science. We don't think about technology. We don't think about medicine. Think about a way for a motherfucker to have good skin. Create a lotion. Create something on the medical side. Invest. Invest into the future. Innovate for something in this world that we can share. Then you could buy any fucking house you want. Now you could buy a real mansion, nigga. You ain't got to run. You could go spend 30, 40, 50 million, nigga, because you're making the money. Don't let these white people tell you, hey, we're going to give you this, and they kick your ass right there. Because the nigga done put 100 houses on this fucking plantation, and all you stupid black motherfuckers moved from all over the world, sold your property, and they put you right there in the stable. You should be able to say, listen, um, we had a good year. I took advantage of this COVID thing and did whatever I had to do, whether it was medicine, whether it was science, technology, whatever I did, we made some money. We made a lot of money and I got a $20 million mansion getting built in fucking California because I can do that. But you niggas want to be that person. You want to be the person. Why don't you be that person then? If your grandfather or grandmother left you a house or your mother or father and they left you a house with full a house full of equity, it's almost paid off for, why would your stupid black ass sell it? You's a stupid fuck. Don't why don't you rent the bitch out? Make the income dummy. You're already getting a pension from your job, you fucking idiot. Make the money. And then you could live other places. Don't sell. That's how you weaken it. You don't want, your house is worth shit out there. It's not worth nothing. Everybody lives out there. And no disrespect, but it's not worth anything. Your house is worth more here when it counts. Oh, I want to look out for my kids for them to have. What are they going to have? They're going to sell it too. What's the point of leaving the house for your kids if they're going to sell it? You know how easy it is to blow $300,000? You could blow that shit and you got three, four kids. That ain't shit. They will blow through that fucking money. You're going to leave it for your kids. Make sure they know to leave it and they're going to live there for barely nothing because it, you paid it off in 30 fucking years. You passed away, unfortunately. The kids are 35. You have equity in the house. They could probably pull out a couple little dollars, but this is what it's for, building generations. Don't sell. Don't sell. 
The white man is smart. He'll get that fucking house and he will tear everything down and build 30 of them motherfuckers on it because your ass ain't thinking. Now, if you, if you had the property and you did it that way, that's different. Build income. It's about the money coming in, not blowing it, you fucking dummies. Niggas, is sh- niggas get shot everywhere. Guns are everywhere. Guns are not just in the guns are fucking everywhere. And if you live in a state where it's legal to carry, it's even worse. Crime is everywhere. Niggas is bugging worldwide. Okay? You got a prison in your fucking neighborhood. You got a prison in your state. That means it's crime. It's crime everywhere. I'm going to tell you a real good story, man. Shout out to Percy. I appreciate that super chat. I'm on fire. <coughs> I had a smart brother years ago. He told me, go in the Midwest, get you a land, build a man-made pond, a man-made pond in that motherfucker and sit on it. He said, I guarantee a man-made pond. That's what he told me and sit on it. He told me this in 2004. Rich man too. Very rich dentist. Black brother too. Just sit on it. Because he's letting me know somebody's going to come to you. And they're going to have to give you 12, 13, or 40 million dollars for that shit. Because it's yours. That's what he told me. He didn't say New York because he knew that that was going to be a little hard to do it there. Because but he, he's showing me how to make the money in the Midwest. See, blacks don't think like that. All them niggas go out there, oh, I want a mini mansion and a two-car garage. Niggas are stupid. Did you really fucking think? I know everybody's sitting here like this. Oh, Nate, did you do this? Did you do this? Do you do you do you think? If you hear me moving to the Midwest, you better assume that I bought acres and acres and acres of land. I'm going out there building about 400 fucking houses, okay? If you hear me moving to Texas, you better know that I went out there bought a whole shit more of land and I'm building 5,000 fucking houses. You better know that the billionaire mindset is not a game. You should know me better than that, people. I know the congratulations. Yeah, Nate, move your nigger ass over here. Fuck New York, nigga. Come over here. I could come visit. I could come rent a house out there. I can do whatever the fuck. I work for my fucking so I could come out there and fly. It don't cost shit to fly to fucking damn. It don't cost shit to fly to motherfucking Vegas. Nothing. One-way ticket is fucking like $75 right now. I could go to fucking Miami for $50. I could be anywhere you want me to be. You may think I live there. I could enjoy the lifestyle. I could rent an Airbnb. I could even fucking rent a mini mansion for nothing. For a month, two months, three months. Do videos and that shit, have parties, connect with some of the YouTubers. Y'all could come out there, my podcast group. Everything could go out there. We could have a great time. We can have a great fucking time. But no, sir, I don't do it like that. I do it like this, but I'm not going to just go out there. Do you think I'm just going to get up and leave? First and foremost, the quote, this was a quote from my my neighbor. This happened. This is real life shit. This nigga fucking had the audacity. Yeah, because we kept it to ourselves. For what? Nobody even knew you lived in a neighborhood. Nobody knew you lived there. Your wife is beautiful, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they probably looked at her, but nobody even knew you left. Nobody even knew you lived there. So what is the point 
of this same plague that affects black people that everything got to be on the low. Niggas hating. Where do you get this from that niggas hate so much? People are depressed. It's not hate. People hate themselves. You around a whole bunch of crazy motherfuckers that is always distressed out and depressed. That's what you're around. Nobody's hating. What do you do with your money is the question, black folks. Why? Why do the Asians, you, the Asians are doing the same shit in the Midwest. They're doing the same shit in the West Coast. They're doing the same shit in Canada. They're doing the same shit in Jamaica. They do it everywhere because they know we don't know shit. Who owns Africa, black people? Who fucking owns Africa? Did you know that? It ain't us. Why? What, what, what are we doing? Why do we always sell? Do you know the best way to get niggas out of New York is to build cheap houses in the fucking Midwest and down South? That's how you get them out of there. And guess who moves in? All them fucking yuppies. They move out. They'll catch your hood. Uh, East New York, Brooklyn, no problem. We'll catch that shit for cheap, clean it up, and fucking raise the prices. That's what they do. Because they know you're stupid. They know you're going to fuck your neighborhood up. Drugs, they're going to start fucking condemning homes, and that's when they take it all over. This is what they do. And they do it here even more because the value is here. If they do the shit in Iowa, yeah, they'll make some change, but they do it here, they're going to make hella money. They're going to buy the building for $300,000, fix it up. It's a fucking shithole. $300,000. Nobody wants it. Neighborhoods fucked up. Bloods, everybody. You know what? They buy the whole fucking block. They'll buy the whole fucking block for nothing. Fix that bitch up. Bring an architect in this bitch. Create some nice shit to make it like you fucking in downtown Miami. And next thing you know, you got you a village. How much is the rent on every fucking apartment? They off oh, 3000 a month. And they do that to keep the dirty motherfuckers out. See, the higher the prices, the more and more you don't have to worry about the damn the, the, the element. But of course, it's a, it's a government law. You have to rent 20% to low income. Did you know that? Did you know that, black people? Did you know that? Did you know if you build a building for rent, 20% has to go to lower income? But no, you dumb motherfuckers don't see that. You don't know how to work the system. You don't know how to say, well, maybe I should fill out a lottery because you fill out a lottery, get on a waiting list. Get in this building where my neighbors are spending 6000 a month, seven, ten grand a month in the fucking same building, and I'm spending fucking $2,000, maybe even fucking $200. You don't think like that. Because you a nigga. That's how niggas do. See, when you keep seeing all these rich motherfuckers around the world, and you're like, what the fuck are these people do? They're innovators. They do what you could imagine. They do what you couldn't imagine. They actually probably make the seat that you're sitting on. Maybe they create the bus lights that's sitting in there at that bus stop. Maybe they create the fucking bus glass that's sitting in that bus shelter when you're waiting for the bus 3 o'clock in the morning. Anything. That's what innovation's about. But you don't think like that. All you think about is having a fucking barbecue. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> you know how many niggas is happy? Yeah, Nate, congratulations. Congratulate me on what? For being a nigger? That's not impressive. Well, niggas got own property. You know what property is to a nigger? A house. You know what property is to a white man? Fucking acres. Acres, acres, and acres. Land, real land. You know what land is to a black folk? A fucking lot to build a house on.
We we think about land. Did you ever see the ex-president George Bush's fucking land in LA? They said that shit is like acres and acres and acres. That's just like 75 football team, football stadiums. Some crazy shit. When white boys go for land, they go for land. They shit is legit land. Land to us is a house and a Mercedes and a fucking garage. Stop it, black people. Mercedes Benz is played up. Black people fuck that brand up. Destroyed, done. Mercedes Benz is finished. Finished. They got one truck left, and they so scared to change the body on that motherfucker because the minute they change it, it's over with them. They got one truck left. That's the fucking G-Wagon. Finished. Over. Over. Done. Black people destroyed that shit. We made that brand unexclusive. A nigga in a Mercedes is actually an insult. You be, but you want to show class, nigga? Go get you an American fucking car other than a fucking ugly ass charger. Go get you an American car. Show some prestige. You can't be in a Cadillac as a nigga. You can't be in no fucking ghetto ass Dodge Charger. You need to be in something that's going to be patriotic or Volvo, something that people don't think you're going to be in. Motherfuckers with money drive. You think when people with money drive Mercedes? No, they don't. Niggas drive Mercedes. You don't see niggas. Nigga, people with money drive Volvos. Why? You go to Miami, you see niggas with 40-inch rims on their fucking cars, man. Old schools. These cars are worth dough. These niggas put... All that shit is work. That's all drugs. All them fucking cars. When you see them car shows in Miami and the cars and, the, and you go to Houston, you see the fucking cars swerving and shit and niggas got the big fucking spoke sticking out. Do you think all these niggas is working in corporate headquarters? That's, that's niggas for you. These niggas is investing 100000 in the cars that's 75 fucking years old. It's terrible. It is terrible. Y'all don't pay, pay attention to that Asian man. Pay attention to the Asian people. Watch how they move. They group up, put family in there, make sure they good. The, the five-year-olds be cooking in a fucking restaurant. This eight-year-olds is fucking managing the shit. The Arabs got their little kids in there taking the fucking things, cooking sandwiches. What do we do? Our fucking little, our little nigga kids sit in the back with a fucking little game bullshit. Oh, you want to get your kids everything that that didn't have. I want to get my kids everything that I didn't have. Are you fucking kidding me? Stop it. If I had a brownstone right now in Brooklyn, it would do, it would be worth more than you and your 40 of your motherfucking friends. 40. Spike Lee never sold his motherfucking damn Spike. Spike Lee never sold his brownstone. Why? Because Spike Lee is smart. Spike Lee looks like a bum. And that nigga's filthy fucking rich. If the nigga Spike Lee went broke right now, the fucking brownstone alone is worth like $7 million. A brownstone. A fucking brownstone. A building. Yes, connected to each other. No big land. Yes, nigga, that's what it's worth because what's valuable here. Valuable. You don't believe me? Go to go to Zoom. I mean, uh, what's the name of the shit? What's the shit that the real estate shit uh, starts with a Z? Go there. Go there. Look at the property. I'll show you apartments that's worth than your fucking whole damn block. That's like, you know, you, you, you got to think about that. You got to think about when a person calls you from out of state and they're like, yeah, we got this. I said, that's cool. How are you doing up there? I'm doing well. 
You ain't going to move down here? I said, why would I do that? Why would I do that? What was cost of living? I'm not struggling here. I'm, I'm living in my means. Why I got to move? If I'm not living, I'm living in my means, nigga. That's the key. I'm not a nigga. Niggas don't live in their means. Black people do. Niggas don't live in their means. That's the difference. Niggas don't live in their fucking means. They don't. You do not. Everything with you is a fucking let. I I'm I'm all about you. Want to flex, but you don't want nobody in your fucking business. You don't want to. Everybody's a hater, but you're flexing. What's the point? What kind of nigga is that? Yeah, you should come down here. Nah, nah, I'm good. You didn't call me when you moved, nigga. I'm not visiting shit. I had one of my homegirls the other day. We came from a long way. I, she, I, I don't know. I didn't know she moved to Maryland. She moved. She said she'd been living out there 14 fucking years. I said, nigga, I never knew you lived. I never knew you moved. <laughs> God, what, what's, what's up with people? What happens? Like, y'all get Hollywood to the point. Why is it when niggas know that they're going to go get a house, they fucking move, they don't want to tell nobody why? The bank is approving you. What, di- what What? do you think? Oh, I get it. Black folks think, oh, they're going to jinx it. What can they jinx, nigga? You put the money down, your credit's good. What are you worried about? Put your trust in God. Put your trust in God. You know how bad it is to have a big house and nobody to share? You know how, being a big mansion, nigga, in another state where you know nobody, that is, a, that's torture. That's torture. You in this big house, you left all these New Yorkers back, and now you can't tell nobody you moved out here because your stupid ass fucking snuck out there. For what? Now you got to make new friends and see more motherfuckers cutting you, doing you dirty, because you don't know them. If I moved to Texas right now, I would have to call Rep you text, but I don't know him. I could know that nigga and me, him be cool, he do some bullshit. And now I'm like, yo, he did some bullshit. I done left New York, left all these people that I knew, and now I'm out here with a whole bunch of new motherfuckers. I don't know nobody. But I got my house. I got my house. You give that nigga that house. Oh, my God, boy. I got my house. I got my house. I got my barbecue. I got a two-car garage. Matter of fact, I got a four-car garage. I'm in Arizona. They ain't tell you the fucking summer's 150 degrees out there, motherfucker. They ain't tell you that. Shout out to reputation. <laughs> Everybody, everybody thinks they have the fucking answers. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Nothing. They believe money makes you happy. So success is, I got a house and a Mercedes Benz. I got the new S class. Okay. That's not exclusive. $2,000 a month. That's a lot of fucking money to look good. When I spend $2,000 a month on a car, you best to believe it's going to be some shit nobody got. I'm not spending $2,000. I'm going to see a whole bunch of other niggas with that. They black people. You know how we are with that. If I see one nigga with the same fucking car, I'll get rid of it. Shout out to Dr. Miguel. Shout out to Dr. What up, big bro? Are you kidding me? See, white people know I'm different. They love me. They say, hey, hey, Nate. Yeah, you're cool. I said, yeah, I know why you think I'm cool. <laughs> Who do you mean by that? You know why I think you're cool because you know that that shit means nothing to me because I, I moved you here. God forbid you die. This same house that I moved you into is going to go to somebody else and it goes to somebody else. It's just like a lease fucking car. It's just going to keep going from one hand to another. 
So how, if you have the billionaire mindset, you would think, how do I make money out of this? How in the fuck could I go to Atlanta and make some, I don't know one black son of a bitch in my lifetime that went to Atlanta and made a million dollars. Not one, not one, not one. They couldn't even make it with selling their fucking house. Not one. I don't, I don't know one nigga that moved from New York to move to Atlanta and made a million dollars. And if he did, he'd be like, I, I made a million dollars. It took me 15 years. If you add it all up, no, nigga. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about you went out there and made a million dollar flip. $2,000 a month on a fucking damn lease. You best to know that my money is long. That means I probably make like 50000 a week. 2000 ain't shit. I couldn't do that. I could, I could afford. But a nigga, you'd be surprised. More niggas that drive a fucking... There's more niggas driving $2,000 a month cars. Listen, I'm close to a Mercedes... My Mercedes guy, my boy. I'm, I'm close to a Mercedes dude that I've been knowing for 24 years. Is my guy. It's my, one of my good friends. I'm close to a BMW dude. I'm close to a Lamborghini dude. I'm close to all these niggas that is in the game hard. Do you know the common person that buys these fucking expensive cars are regular city working motherfuckers? These motherfuckers is in debt. I know every fucking city worker I know thinks that they're a fucking damn Gambino crime family. They think they're fucking El Chapo. See, the difference with El Chapo, El Chapo was a multi-billionaire. Do you know what the fuck a multi-billionaire is? That means you have so much money, nigga, we don't really know how much you got. He wasn't a billionaire. He was a multi-billionaire. And he looked like a bum. No jewelry. Show me a picture of fucking El Chapo with some stupid chains around his neck and some diamonds. Show me one. The only people you see in these dealerships is poor ass niggas and poor ass fucking non-black folks that want to be fucking, that want to be rappers. That's all you see in it. Rich niggas don't be buying them cars. Rich people drive cars. You, you, you go to the Volvo dealership, I'll show you more rich motherfuckers in the Volvo dealership than you see today in your Mercedes dealership. You're going to see a whole bunch of fucking coons. Niggas trying to be like these Dubai niggas. They've been watching Instagram videos, watching TikTok videos. They trying to ball fucking $4,000 a month, bitch. We're going to pay for this, bitch. We got to shut it down. I live in Staten Island. You know how many motherfuckers is driving G2021 G63s? Do you know how many people's driving them shits? You know what's fucked up about a G-Class? Now I look in there and say, who, who the fuck is this? Who is that? He's nobody. When I see a car like this, I want to see a celebrity. I'm driving the other day. I see a fucking Jeep Wrangler. Who rolls the window down? Method Man. And a fucking Jeep Wrangler with big tires. A fucking cheap-ass Jeep Wrangler. Method Man's in there. Yo, cool, what up? I looked up. Oh, shit, the nigga Meth driving a fucking damn Jeep Wrangler. A Jeep fucking Wrangler. This nigga's a millionaire. You think you, you think you would see Method Man running around in something crazy? Red Man got a more expensive car. <coughs> Red Man's driving a more expensive car than Meth. Red, Red Man's driving a GLE 63 Mercedes truck. And that's that's from 30 years of rapping. That's from Red Man been in the game longer than Method Man. Y'all niggas don't know what it is. Y'all talk all, yeah, my boy's in the real estate. Blacks in real estate, whites in real estate, big difference. Never forget that. When a black motherfucker tell you he in the real estate business, is different. And this is why. Show me a black real estate show that's on TV right now. Show me one black real estate flipping house show right now. Show me one. 
Name me one fucking show right now on television. Doom, 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 doom. Show me, show me one where you see a whole bunch of black people flipping these fucking houses, or even a couple, a married couple. You remember that dude from flipping Vegas? That shit is a married couple. This this man, this husband and wife, they flipping the fuck out of Vegas. Show me one black based show that's doing this. Maybe I'm wrong. Help me out here. As much as we like to eat, nigga, who, who grabbed that show? 600 pounds. What an, what an extraordinary idea to call a show. Instead of calling it, you fat bastard, you call the show 600 fucking pounds. You got a doctor that takes the weight off. You got all these big, large motherfuckers coming up in here. How brilliant is that? How come we can't create shit? Why? Why is it always something stupid? We don't innovate nothing. This is what the billionaire mindset is about. I know a lot of you niggas seen this title and said, oh, yeah, this nigga Nate out of here. Yeah, congratulations on the move. Don't congratulate me because it ain't fucking me. <laughs> That's a nigga that's small. This is, I mean, it really happened. A nigga told me this. I just moved to Vegas and bought a house and didn't tell anybody. I don't want to be bothered. Then what, nigga, what, 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 what kind of fucking mental illness shit is that? What? Let me explain something to you people. The only person that can make or break you when it comes to closing a deal on the house is God. The end. If your prayers are not with him, then you're on your own. It has nothing to do with your neighbors. It has nothing to do with your cousins. It has nothing. Just remember, God forbid something happens to you and you want to sneak out and move to the Midwest or maybe you want to move from the Midwest to New York. You want to tell nobody, God forbid your body's sitting in that house dead and you have no family, nigga. Your family still has to fly out there and they're going to know more about your business than you could never fucking imagine. Be real careful with that. Niggas kill me. Only niggas. So when you see Jim Rogan, this is the difference with Jim Rogan. Jim Rogan's a comedian. He should have known better. He went the he went the Trump route, the ignorant route, called a nigga. Like make jokes, man. If you're gonna make a joke, say yo, black people, why y'all always doing? You know what I mean? At least make fun out of it. Don't use the N word and have no substance to it, Jim. Come on, don't be a fucking white coon. You can't do that. We are so we are so much in pain with each other. All we want to do is compete and defeat. Compete and defeat. Compete and defeat. Compete and defeat. I, yeah, he, yeah, you seen our neighbors looking, right? They was hating. Yeah, you seen her man looking at me when I pulled up. He was hating. Yeah, they seen that new car. They was hating. Yeah, they seen when we moved up. That's all y'all live for. When a white man comes see you, hey, how y'all doing? How's it going? Stop it. Just stop. Just stop. Everywhere is beautiful. I love the Midwest. I love Texas. I love fucking Vegas. I love everywhere. I love I love everywhere. I'm a New Yorker. I love everywhere. I think to visit the United States is just as great as visiting outside the country. I think we have a beautiful country. I think the United States of America is an incredible country. Nothing like this in the world. But I can't live everywhere. I'm sorry. I could visit more places, but I can't live everywhere, people. I'm sorry. Stop. We got to stop. Like, if you're trying to impress people, it's easy. You want to impress somebody, just tell them to go on Zillow. Say, listen, man, I own 30 houses. They can't tell the fucking difference. 
If you got a corporation, you want to, you could, it's easier to lie to impress a motherfucker than to spend the money. So if your money's not that long, you're trying to impress, then fucking make up a bullshit lie. Don't think that you are doing something. Now you, you, you're spending your last amount of money. All you have is a fucking, you don't have no asset. All you have is a liability. You're spending, you're spending, you're spending all for your kids, all for this. And I get the mode is cool, but you got to think long term. How are my kids, 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 kids going to be able to live off this family name? Do you know what Walmart did? Walmart thought about future generations. Nigga, we'll, we'll, we'll be gone 200 years and these niggas going to be eating off this shit. But y'all black motherfuckers, all y'all think about is your kids. Well, my kids are going to be good. But what, what, what if you die and they sell? Because you're not teaching them that. It's a black couple that has a show 80 called 50-50 Flip. They get that money. Yeah, typical 50-50 Flip. See, that's, that's some nigger shit. It is. Just the title, 50-50 Flip. You understand what I'm saying? 50-50 Flip. Okay, so this is my question to you. Are you telling me that these niggas is moving on a level of all because there's tons of other shows. We got fucking one that's called 50-50 Flip on A&E. Come on, man. Come on, stop it. I never even heard of the fucking show. If you think of any show right now, has anybody ever heard of this show called 50 Flip? I've never heard of it. You know what a big show for black people is? You know what a big people? I'll tell you the biggest show for black folks on fucking A&E. It's called the first fucking 48, motherfucker. The first 48. That is the biggest show we got. Okay? The biggest show we have is the first 40 fucking eight. That is the successful show. It's so successful, nigga, I watch it every fucking day. And I watch it, I said, I can't believe these niggas is making money of us doing what we do every day. And none of these, listen, 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 listen. First 48 has never been filmed in New York City. Just remember that. The first 48 has never been filmed in New York City. Never. A lot of y'all states, y'all niggas kill your own rappers. We don't, we we don't kill our own rappers. Y'all kill them. We don't, we don't kill our own rappers. Every time our rappers go out of town, y'all kill them. There ain't too many niggas. I mean, unless I'm missing somebody, but there ain't too many of us that have been shot and killed here in New York. We don't really kill our rappers. Y'all niggas are ruthless. Y'all niggas are kill your own fucking rappers. So niggas shit is worldwide. We all. Listen, whether it's Memphis, whether it's New York, whether it's L.A., it's some nigger shit. The First 48 is the most successful fucking black show on A&E. And if I'm, if I'm lying, tell me something that's on A&E, A&E the, A&E, the network. Tell me a black show. <laughs> tell, show me one. Shout out to, I'm telling you. The first 48 incredible show. Basically, it's about it ain't just it ain't just black, it ain't just black killers, but most of it is. You know what I'm saying? They have some white people killing people out there, but most of the time it's niggas. Niggas have shot somebody, you know. It's in they usually based it in Memphis, they do it in Atlanta, um, they do it in Houston, they do it in uh, I forgot the other state. But they, these these cities, I'm like, well, damn, nigga, if New York is so fucked up, y'all niggas got shit going out there too. 
Y'all niggas killed Pac and Biggie in L.A. We shot Pac in New York, but y'all killed him in L.A. He, as much as Pac loved L.A., you killed him there. You killed Biggie there. We get it. We have high respect for L.A. But goddamn. First 48 has, had, I don't think they ever been to D.C. or Baltimore. I don't think First 48 has been there. I know New York City's cocky with that. They don't like to feature. They don't like. They don't like their cops. There's something about the city where they don't like doing shows like that. They, if you see a show in New York, it's usually a retired police officer. But they don't like cameras for. It, they've been upstate New York, but upstate New York is not the city. It's different rules. Crime shows is usually based on rednecks from the Midwest or niggas in the fucking South. Let's stop it. Nipsey was killed in L.A. too. Are you kidding me? I love California. I would never live there. They kill. We listen. Bad enough black people, we kill ourselves. But God damn, you know what's bad? That's like niggas killing. God forbid. That's like killing Method Man in Staten Island or killing Red Man in Newark. You know what I mean? God, think about that. That's like you know what I mean. Like we wouldn't have killed Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke would have never got killed in Brooklyn. I'm um, trust me when I tell you that. Pop Smoke goes to where most people love. New Yorkers love LA. We love California. We just, we love California so much. I got a boy out there cooning right now. We love it. We love the palm trees. We love the, the landscape. We do. I love it. But God damn. Y'all lay us down too much. Y'all lay your own. Not, we lay our own, but we black people. So we already lay our own as it is. Y'all lay your, y'all lay your celebrities that live and die. Tupac made a song Live and Die in L.A. Am I lying? Tupac made a song to live and die in L.A. Is the place to be. And they killed him. They killed him right out there. That nigga did. Tupac did time. Tupac did time in a New York State prison. And nothing happened to that nigga. Nothing. He got home to L.A. They murdered him. I'm telling you, L.A. is no fucking joke. You got a problem with a nigga from L.A., you could just never go over there. That's it. If a nigga tell you, nigga, don't, yo, nigga, don't you ever come out here and do a fucking show, you and your big ass on a fucking store talking to that positive shit, nigga, we finished. I would never go out there because they mean it. Nigga, you know what we did to your man? We, we, you know what we did? You know what we did to our man? Shout out to Zell. Gang culture, there's no, the gang culture is literally worldwide now. We can forget that. We can control The only people that can control that shit is the fucking damn National Guard. When them niggas get a piece of that shit, when they get tired, they'll, they'll show you who's the what. We'll show you who's boss. The biggest game in America is the, is the feds. Remember, the feds are the only ones locking up the gangs. The gangs ain't locking up the feds. Gotta think about that. Come on now, black people. Get the mindset. It's about the mindset. Get the mindset. You're not thinking here. Y'all don't tell niggas my moves. That's why I keep to myself. Nigga, you just bought a restaurant and now you... I know niggas that bought restaurants and kept it private. Didn't tell nobody because this is a nigger mind. And I'm like, bro, you should have told me because so-and-so was selling the restaurant around the corner and it was all filled up with fucking equipment. Nigga got $150,000 worth of equipment in this fucking restaurant. You can't, black people, stop doing everything on the low. Shout out to Rick Rowe. Stop it. Stop it. If you want to open up a restaurant, 
You have to let the people in the community ask the people what would they like. Do, cover it up. Do Go around. You're not shooting a movie here, nigga. If you were shooting a movie, you could keep that on the fucking low because maybe you don't want a lot of people being around. But you have to tell the people in the neighborhood, the community, what you're trying to build. You know, right here in my neighborhood, they're trying to build another Trader Joe's. They, they're going to ask the community, what do you think? But you black folks will build up fucking chicken and waffles. No, I ain't talking to nobody, man. I keep it in myself. And then when you're sitting there and nobody's in the fucking, you're looking out that window all day like this. Damn, when somebody walk in this motherfucker. How would you want me to walk in, nigga? You ain't want to tell me you did this. How would you want me to come visit your house in fucking Texas and you didn't want to tell me you moved? Even if I was in Texas, I would never come visit you. You didn't want me to, you didn't want me to know. You treated me like everybody else. You only told me because I called. My other boy, you only told me because you you needed somebody to watch your car. If I looked on the video cameras to see your car, you wanted to tell me. You didn't tell me. Are you kidding me? You can't. You could be any. Listen, respectfully to you, gang members. There's only one gang that intimidates the fuck out of me: the federal government. You know when they intimidate me? When I see that big fucking jail on Third Avenue in Brooklyn and saying, "I, I, I wish a blood on anybody would go in that fucking thing and attempt to get a nigga out." If you can do that shit, nigga, then you got it. It ain't happening. Nobody has ever did it. Nobody will. You don't want to fuck with that gang. They tell you, listen, nigga, um, we will lock you up and make our own rules. The feds make up their own fucking rules. They make up laws. They just start making um, conspiracy. If you, you know this person? Yeah, I went to school with him. We are going to jail. I, I just said I went to school with him. That's conspiracy. You know the motherfucker, right? Yeah, I know him, but I don't know him like that. Well, going to jail. Did you watch Scarface? Yeah, everybody did. You're going to jail again. You watch fucking Scarface. Dr. Melgaard said, we, we need to trade Joe's on the Upper East Side. We finally got a target on the East 86. Yeah, well, there's a lot of targets right now. But this is the thing. You got people that get paid in these corporations. They go out and they sketch areas and they find things. They do what we don't do because niggas always trying to be private. Niggas are too fucking private. Everything is with y'all is private because we ain't want to tell nobody. Why is it when you, you know what? I can understand if you want to tell somebody you got locked up or you smoking crack or you, you homeless. I get it. You don't want to tell anybody, right? But just understand, God didn't create human beings for that. When you have good news, you share it. It's okay. We could probably give you a go. Maybe, maybe I could know somebody out there that could save you money or put you in a good position. Maybe I know somebody that runs a hospital and your wife is trying to become a nurse. But you, you were so private, now she got to go out there and work at Trader fucking Joe's because you don't have a connect. But I did. Open your fucking mouth. D. Berry says, I'm disappointed at this. Another one of us insults us more than individuals that taught us the same behavior. They have been doing it for centuries. Clowns like you glorified. Yeah, well, D. Berry, the difference is, is that doesn't bother me. Like, you just hear trolling. Because in most cases, you're a fucking loser. And I could tell you're a loser because you're watching me. I'm not watching you. You're here. And you just left a comment. So thank you for the money. Appreciate that. That wasn't a that wasn't a strong comment though. Dude. Like it didn't shake me. So Let's try again. Let's try another one. Go ahead, D Berry. You know, see that that's a fucking loser. They probably realized, like, damn, I had my house. I got this eight hundred dollar a month Mercedes bill. I got my little fucking pension every month coming in, but I don't have shit else. So I'm gonna go on Nate's channel and suck his balls tonight. 
You know what I mean? Like, you got to think about the level of a nigga that will come in this room and literally suck my dick like that. That's just... <laughs> like, it's like, yo, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, that's like a nigga that just crawled into the motherfucking spot and just... I mean, like, who does that? Come on, dude. Tupac was a... Come on, B. You, you, you trolling now. Moderators, get him out of here. This nigga's stupid. I don't even want to get him out. Moderators, get him out of here. This nigga's a fucking loser. Loser, motherfucker. So it's always the one talk about black... Nigga, you don't know what it is to put down black people, dummy. I'm the only one lifting black people up, you stupid fuck. Get him out of here. This nigga's a fucking complete moron. Tupac. How do you go from... Black people, and I'm putting people down, and you're going to say Tupac was in PC, was on PC. Get the fuck out of here. Get him out of here. Get that fucking loser out of here. He is, th- th- this is the bum mindset. That's the bum nigga mindset I'm trying to keep you out. D-Berry, D-Berry is a bum. That's the mindset you don't want to do as black people. That's the motherfucker that go to jail and brags about it. Yeah, nigga, they gave me 30 years of life. That's a fucking loser. You don't want to be like that. That's the, that's the nigga you don't want to be. Shout out to Jimmy. The rulers make, of course. A blood call you and tell you I'm going to fuck you up. You let the government tell you, nigga, you don't give this fucking money, nigga, we locking you up. What the fuck you going to do? You ain't going to do shit. When all the feds coming in with the machines gun in your fucking head and your kid's head and your wife's head, you can't do a fucking thing. And you're going to be in jail doing what the fuck they tell you to do. Yeah, niggas hate to hear it. Listen, Dr. Miguel, people like, people hate to hear the truth. That's why we so fucked up. That's why they so fucked This is why we so bad. We, 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 we don't even concentrate. We, we, we look at things around us and it's right in our fucking face. Why? Black people, you want to come together, build unions. I'm not moving to another state. Coming from one state, moving somewhere else and don't nobody don't have a situation set up. Think of if you're going to move to another state, do like how these people do. I'm going to go down there and turn this shit up. I'm going to open up this big business, come fresh from New York. I'm going to take my hustling spirit out there. If you're not a hustler in New York and you think you're going to be a hustler somewhere else, you got it mistaken. That just doesn't happen. That's why they tell you if you can't make it, if you can make it in New York, then you can make it anywhere. That's what it means. We're built different. And New York State of mind is about a hustle. If I'm going to go to Florida or, 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 or California, any state, Outside of mine, I have to think, well, how am I going to make money? Not what job I'm going to get. See, the billionaire mindset is not about getting a job. No disrespect. It's how am I going to make money? You got to think on the entrepreneur level. If I I couldn't make it here in New York as an entrepreneur, so I'm going to go over here. I see niggas that work in Amazon. I, I could never imagine working in Amazon and not looking at all them different packages saying, how in the fuck could I get me a merchandise to roll through this damn line here? You guys are working there. Like, how, how is it that you don't see that? This, there you go, female rap elite. That's a fact, not an act. That's a fact. I like that. That's a fact, not an act. Y'all woman, when y'all meet these guys... They telling you they got this. How how does that benefit you? The only way it benefits you is if you marry this nigga. If you marry him and he fucking cheats, you get half of the fucking house. So you may get the whole house if you have a kid with him. You got to think like that. But if you're just fucking a man that got all these houses and cars, how is it benefiting you? It benefits you when you become a union. You got this nigga. He got a good career. You know where he worked. Just in case you get a baby with him, you know you're going to get half his fucking check. 
That's how you got to look at it. Because if you don't look at it that way, he shouldn't get no pussy. You gave this nigga pussy and he got all these different things going on in his life and now you gave him some ass. What is that doing for you? What did you get out of that? What did you get? got to think about that. Why are we dating? You're with a man. Oh, I got my own bills. No, bitch. That's the, see, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be paying your own bills, date a bum ass nigga. Don't date a nigga that got more. What's the point? What's the point? If you can't, if you if you, you gotta remember, nothing is for free, right? So if a motherfucker is gonna be in your house fucking you doing all this, or you sucking his dick at his house, and this nigga ain't paying your fucking damn cell phone bill, what is the point of you giving him any pussy? What is the point? What is the point? That shit makes no fucking sense. I know a woman is waiting for niggas to get raises and fucking damn promotions at job. Why? Because he can help out with this car. No, a what? What does he do for a living? This or did the nigga? Are you walking? You still taking a bus? Nigga couldn't buy you a three thousand dollar fucking car. Then what's the point? A lot of y'all niggas would be like, yo, that's why, man, that's why, you know, girls just want money. Listen, ladies, listen, fellas, let me explain something to you. If you're going to be with a woman and you talk about, oh, you gonna, you you think you still a kid, like, oh, fuck this, I ain't tricking a no bitch. Nigga, listen to me. If you got three women on the side and you got a couple of dollars and you helped this one out when she fucked up and helped this one out when you fucked up and these girls will fuck you at the drop of a dime, nigga, you got to maintain that damn motherfucking manhood. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I know niggas right now going through it with their wife right now. Right now. And niggas don't know where to go. Niggas got to go to a pussy spot and don't even know where that's at because they got no bitches. Oh, your wifey fucking up? Okay, well, no problem. Oh, you ain't giving me no pussy for the last three months? Okay, no problem. I'm just going to fuck my side bitch. But your side bitch is accessible because you, you, you look out for her. And she appreciates that, so that's why she's on deck. And you want to maintain that. And I ain't telling you to, I'm not condoning or promoting the cheat on your wife, but I'm saying if you're going to go out there and step out because shit is fucked up at home, how do you plan to do it? A lot of you old niggas are fucked up. You don't know what to do. You niggas got to go to another, let's take the other country out of the equation. But what are you going to do? Where would you go? Where? Seriously, right now, if your wife right now said, yo, eat a dick, nigga, you ain't getting no pussy ever again. Fuck you. I'm going to fuck my little fucking side nigga at work. What you going to do? You got to get online, look for a bitch. If you could, can you get some pussy tonight? Can you fuck tonight, nigga? But if you was doing the right thing and being a man and telling a woman, listen, man, I'm a man. I take care of mine. She going through some bullshit. She going through something. Fuck that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm a man. Now, some women may be higher than others. You know what I mean? But woman, you shouldn't allow that. And man, you shouldn't even fucking play yourself. I ain't giving a bitch shit. Okay, well, you keep having that juvenile mind all you want. Just remember, little kids say the same shit. That little 18-year-old that little says the same fucking thing. He ain't paying a fucking thing because he's 18. You 48, motherfucker. You 40 fucking eight, grandpa. Stop it. You got you a young girl and young lady. What's the point of you dating this nigga? He can't even fucking pay for your shrimp and fucking shrimp and fries. Get the fuck out of here. That's why you niggas got no pussy. You stressed out. You're home with one wife. She don't want to fuck you no more. She know you're fucking worthless. 
Now you got to go search for something. But if you was really about it, nigga, you'd be about your point. And believe me, when a girl know you're taking care of her, she ain't going to open her mouth. That little $150 or whatever you paying every fucking month looks good. $150 less you got to worry about, but you can fuck at any given time. So a lot of you niggas got to go to a brother and fuck a stranger for 10 minutes for that. You give it $150 a month, she, she suck you, fuck you, do whatever you want. Cause you looking out, couple of little dollars. Yo, you look out. You know what, man? I take care. My kid gets that shit. My kid, I give my kid 150 a month. That's the shit you give me. I appreciate that, boy. I appreciate that, Nate. It's nothing. She'll think twice about that shit. Oh, you went and told my bitch? Okay, well, that's fuck you. Good luck on the next nigga, because niggas is cheap. You gonna date a lot of niggas with nice houses, cars, all them niggas ain't gonna give you 30 fucking dollars for gas to go home. You'll see. I'm a nigga, and I'm a black man. <laughs> so, and I was a nigga when I was a kid. I'm a black man now that I'm old. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep playing that fucking game. Oh, fuck, I ain't tricking on no bitch. How old are you, nigga? 38? Oh, goddamn, nigga. I mean, how, how long do you think? How long do you think it's going to fucking be working? It's an investment, nigga. If you got you a girl, two or one or whatever you got, you single, you fucking, and you feeling good about yourself, and these motherfuckers keep your manhood going, they deserve a medal. Fuck that. You keep my, you, I, I, I feel like a man. Yo, manhood, you maintain my manhood, I got you. My dick loves you. You niggas gotta get it together. You gotta get it together. Stop cooning. Stop fucking cooning. You moving? If you moving from fucking here to Vegas, have a plan. Have a plan, a big plan. I'm going out to Vegas because I heard that they got this situation and how I, my prospect, if I start this now, in five years I'll be making this because my cousins put me. You have a plan. If you're going out there just to cool, man, what's the point? You're going to be struggling. You still got to work. still got to pay bills. It may be less, but you still got to fucking work. Oh, you living out there because you got these five properties making so much money in New York, it don't even fucking matter, nigga. I ain't, I ain't got to leave the fucking house, nigga. My, my, my properties make me the money. I got all this rent, rental income coming in. Then that's different. That's different. That's different. How do you niggas don't think? I always want to be on the low. Yo, I keep things to myself. Niggas hate. That's why you don't ever tell people your move. Oh, shut up. Shut the fuck up. I have more white folks telling me more moves than niggas. White boys are always giving me advice to make money all the fucking time. You want to make money? You want to make money? Every time I've heard that, been one from a white man. Marry a woman who's rich. Do this business. Open up a bagel business. They always do. They always telling me how to make Niggas don't want to tell you shit. They don't want to tell you I connect with nothing. Niggas. Always want to be on a low. Never want to share their shit. Now, I ain't talking that nigga my moves so he could get on. I ain't going to tell him what I do. Then, then you put, then a nigga put you on, then you make it like, yeah, that's the reason why. Because that nigga made a billion dollars because of me, son. Word, I was the first one to put that on. Get the fuck out of here. You can't win for losing with niggas. Always crying. Always crying. We always cry. Always crying. Yo, we need to start doing. We pull each other down. Yeah, and and the one that says that be the one. 
The one that says that, watch the motherfucker that's always talking that black peace bullshit. He's the, he or she is the one. Yo, black people need to get it together. Yeah, but you be the one that moved to a block and don't want to speak to no fucking body. You ever see a neighbor that comes in like that? Mean as fuck, don't want to say nothing. You got to be like, hello. My mother always told me that. Do you know as a man, as a woman, when you have neighbors moving, you're supposed to welcome them to the fucking neighborhood. That's common respect. It's common sense. How you doing, man? Welcome. Where you from? A lot of y'all niggas be like, no, nah, we don't want to speak to this. There was the point of moving it to a neighborhood. Be neighborly. If you don't want to move it to a neighborhood, go, go, go in the fucking woods. Go deep in the woods away from everybody. The neighborhood doesn't want you there. Shout out to Dog Man and Demon. Tell your boyfriend I said, what's up? What up, big bro? Tell you, man. Niggas, boy. I know y'all white women out here date brothers. The ones that do, we got to start letting niggas pay. Fuck that. Well, how do we do it? We don't, we don't know how to do it. How do we tell? How do we tell? You tell them very simple. Say, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't mind dating you. I don't mind going out. That's cool. But for me to take off for days of work, it ain't even worth my time. That nigga think about it. He going to have that bored day where he all fucked up and got nothing to do and be like, oh, could you take off Thursday? How much they pay you at your job a day? 500? Well, um, if I pay you 400 and cover your day, will you hang out with me? That nigga think about it. You make it accessible because you're too fucking independent. I don't ask no nigga for nothing. Why, why not? Why not? Ask his fucking ass. Nigga just shows you a Lamborghini truck and you want to fucking have your pride? Black people, there you go. Niggas. Niggas always want to show their fucking pride. I ain't sweating nobody. You go into the dealership and sweat the car. Oh my God, I got to have this. I got to have this shit right here. This is my fucking favorite. This is my hottest shit right here. I got to have this Lambo truck. Yo, you know, the, the, the dealer was cool. You, you happy because he accepted you because he ain't kick you out the fucking dealership. He's bored because he knows nobody's going to buy. He know you're not going to buy us, but he's fucking so bored because nobody walks into the dealership and talk. He tells you how much is it a month. You tell him $4,500 a month. Boom. And then you go back into the car, talk to your wife, your side bitch, and you be like, well, damn, if I get this, I know niggas is going to hate, so maybe I shouldn't bring. Niggas ain't hating. Niggas want to know, why is your stupid ass driving this fucking expensive car around here for everybody to fucking understand who you are? Why are you being a nigga? Sometimes we need to see that other black man doing some low shit. You know what low shit is? Nigga driving a regular car and he says hello to everybody in the community. That's how you do it. The one that don't speak to nobody, they'll, they'll fuck you over. Oh, fuck that nigga. I don't like that nigga. Nigga don't never speak. You think he this, that, and the third. Yo, go get him. They see the guy cutting grass. They don't pay that nigga no money. That nigga sitting on three million dollars. Sitting on three fucking. Shout out to Del Show. What up, big bro? It's terrible. That's my man right here. Said, Hoarding information and making it so hostile, trying to be the only one, not realizing they're creating a culture for people to hate them by not showing up. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Are you fucking kidding me? Always on the low. Black folks don't want to tell. You ask a black folk about a move, watch how funny that nigga get. Yo, can you tell me? Um, He'd be like, nah, nah, my other man did that. You know, I don't really know about that. Like, come on. Yo, I'm going to open up a restaurant, right? I know you got your fish spot over here, but I'm kind of thinking of opening up a taco spot up the block. Um, could you could you give me some insight? 
No, nah, well, I, I really can't really give no insight because you know what I'm saying. I, I this my, my uncle owns this. Nigga don't want to tell you because the nigga don't want that. We don't we don't want that for each other. Black people are intimidated by black people. White man come up in and you give that nigga all the fucking information. Well, uh, the first thing you do, hey, you get the uh, you get the damn business loan. You do you tell him every fucking thing. Nigga come up there, I oh, fuck that. I don't, I don't tell that nigga shit. I don't tell him nothing. You put the Lamborghini fucking dealer, you put, oh, he, he looked out, that was my man. No, nigga, I just fucked you in the ass. And as soon as you left that dealership, he laughed. He said, this motherfucker going to have this shit for two months and it's going to get repoed. He fucked you. But you want to live for the people around the way. You got to show them off, yo. Yeah, I got that fucking Lambo truck. Niggas know the price tag on the shit, 4000 a month. Asian man just like dumb fucking black son of a bitch. We had this damn Chinese restaurant for 40 fucking years and all these black motherfuckers never learned. You know how many? I, where's where's JoJo? Where's Poom Poom? Where's, where's Boom Boom? They, they don't even see none of these motherfuckers no more because they all locked up with dead. They all locked up with dead. And they still looking shabby in the same fucking restaurant. They probably changed the sign. Same orange fucking damn, same orange tables and shit. Prices went up a little bit, but them niggas are just still getting banked. I got one in my community now. I said, been here since 1986. I seen the owner. Owner remember as a little kid. Hey, how you doing, man? Simon. I said, Simon, look at Simon. This nigga probably 100 years old, still looking like 60. It's crazy. I remember we was little kids and that was a brand new restaurant. They're still there. Show me one fucking ghetto ass damn soul food spot that's still in Staten Island at the same spot. All gone because we get greedy. I tell y'all white women the same thing. I tell you all the fucking time. I tell yo, when you date them brothers, brothers, y'all, y'all got to understand if a nigga over the age of 30, let him pay. You want to trick on a little 20 year old and you old and fuck it. You trick on that little nigga, bitch. But when that motherfucker is over the age of 30, let him pay like he wait. Not for no dinner either. Your time. Y'all keep thinking of sex. Time, time. Sex is the fucking bonus. You niggas give a nigga your time and they throw some pussy in there as a fucking damn dessert. Pussy. You know how valuable pussy is? Niggas will pay to fuck a woman. And y'all giving up that shit like it's fucking water. It ain't nothing. It's like a cup of water. No, niggas. What's a dollar? I give the homeless guy a dollar. Bitch, this is pussy. This shit is valuable. A nigga will pay. Oh, nigga, I didn't realize that. Well, now you do. That's why you're fucked up. That's why. Black folks, oh, we always keep up. Never tell niggas your moves. Why? I could get if you have a multi-million dollar idea you don't want to share, but why don't you execute it? But if you execute it, people are going to follow anyway. Don't tell niggas your moves. Black folks, block, stop, stop it. Dr. McGraw said, I guess it's the slave mentality of white women being the forbidden fruit to some. Yeah, but you got to remember, a white woman with a fat ass, you know how valuable that is in a black neighborhood, in a black community? You see what happened to Kanye's ass? A, a white woman with a fat ass could do damage to a nigga. Y'all don't get shit because you're fucking proud. Are you kidding me? That's why y'all picking up the garbage. A lot of white women now, y'all picking up the garbage now. Black women get a little, <laughs> black women, <laughs> black women get a little extra with it now. Y'all, they started getting on some some shit though, because now they like fuck this. I've been listening to Nate, and I'm letting these niggas pay. Fuck this, he's right. 
So, Nate, what should I do? Should I go to dinner or should we go shopping? Tell that nigga to go shopping. Fuck a dinner. Tell him you a fucking vegan nigga. You didn't eat. You got some salad in your fucking damn pocketbook. Tell that nigga, let's go to the fucking mall. You want a nigga to spend money? Walk around the fucking mall. Window shopping. Oh, I like this. Oh, my God. I like it. He going to be like, oh, shit. Fuck, how the fuck I want to get this bitch to the food court? Fuck the food court, nigga. Y'all little ghetto bitches are stupid. You'd be like, if we ain't going to the ghetto court, we're not going to the food court. Let's go to the fucking expensive restaurant. Fuck a expensive restaurant. Take that nigga to the fucking mall. And make sure he's walking in the store with you. And then they ain't get no pussy. He'll think, hmm, let me see. <clears throat> if I buy this shit, she might not give me no pussy. But if I don't buy it, she ain't definitely ain't giving it to me. You're fucked. Bring that nigga. You want to meet up? Nigga, meet me at the mall. I want to hang out in there. I like going window shopping. I'm telling you. Pay attention to them Asians. Y'all be like, oh, the Jews stick together. Stop looking at the Jews. They ain't paying you no mind. Look at them Asians. Them niggas is different. They be rolling up in a house five deep. They look at the house. Nigga come out. They say, oh, how can we get this nigga? Either you're going to go to jail. Either you're going to go to jail for selling drugs or we got to fucking offer him money because he's going to sell his grandfather's house. They're going to be like, well, he's not in jail yet because the guy is actually pretty legit, so let's offer him the money. And Sambo come right out there. Hey, how y'all doing? This is my house. Yeah, I'm the property owner. I'm the guy. I'm the fucking landlord. He's like, oh, how much you want for this house? A million dollars. We'll give you 800000 right now, cash. 800 Right now, yes. Yeah. Matter of fact, we'll show you the money. Oh, I'll be right up. You want to get a nigga? Show him that fucking cash. That's why niggas get shot so much. Because niggas is always like, well, shit, nigga. I want this nigga dead. Word. Um, I ain't trying to kill him, but how much you want? Well, nigga, give me a thousand. Nigga, hits 500 cash right now, nigga. Go, go body that nigga for me. I fuck it. $500 is better than nothing. I tell you, man, that black man's weak for that fucking money, man. But he weak for pussy, too. Two things black men are weak for, money and pussy. A, a nigga will do anything for money and pussy. Anything. Anything. Y'all don't take advantage of it, though. It's sad, man. Sad. Black people, please. Please. Create something. Go home tonight and say, yo, I got to make an invention. Nate's right. I need to create something. Create something. I'll give you something simple, God damn it. Can you create something for fucking Amazon, nigga? Can, can I at least look at and order some shit and you told me, yo, bro, you heard that? Yeah, yeah, I own that shit. Oh, shit, yeah, I own that shit all the time. They talk about the toilet paper. Can y'all niggas make some toilet paper? God damn. Is there a black-owned company that fucking makes toilet Everybody got to use toilet paper. Everybody got to wipe their ass. Look it up. Go to YouTube. How do I how do I make a business selling toilet paper? Scott Tissues was smart. He's like, we're going to make some shit where niggas going to need forever. As long as life is life, they're going to need this. Toilet paper. Call it Scott Tissue. The end. Very fucking simple. Toilet fucking paper, right? Y'all know what? Y'all have y'all have toilet paper in Canada. You have toilet paper in Jamaica. You have toilet paper in in fucking Colombia. You have toilet paper in Antarctica. You have toilet paper in South America. Everybody, right? Not everybody, but most of y'all have toilet paper, right? Right? You put it on the roll and you wipe your ass. Can you create that? How about a roll of fucking toilet paper? We always need that. 
Well, Nate, there's too much competition. What competition is with toilet paper, motherfucker? Well, 69 cents, you know. I'm black, 69 cents. How is that going to make us any money? Nigga, it cost you fucking three cents to make the toilet paper, you dumb fuck. I don't care if it costs you 25 cents. You double your profit, you idiot. Add up toilet rolls of toilet paper. Do you know how many fuck? you know how much rolls, you know how many smart motherfuckers was like, hmm, this pandemic, you know how much, you know how much money is in toilet paper? Let there be another pandemic that gets worse and see what happens. See the first thing that sells out in the fucking store, toilet paper. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. What's the first thing? What's the first thing when the pandemic went down and sold out? Fucking toilet paper. I ain't telling you niggas to make gas and fucking create gasoline and blow yourselves up. Well, we do make gas, Nate. We call it fentanyl. Now, nah, let me stop. Stop. That went over niggas' heads. <laughs> There's so many markets that's not touched by blacks, right? There's so many things that you can do, nigga. Make a hot dog. God damn. Well, I was thinking about making some vegan. Well, nigga, make something. Stop thinking about it. Just make it. It's endless out here. It's, you can make anything. Well, I was going to make some beat headphones. No, nigga, that's nigger shit. You don't want to make that. But you could make the piece that goes on the fucking headphones. Maybe you could Maybe you could make this coupling part here that you can make. Maybe you could make the fucking cushion on there. Maybe you could do the grab. I don't know. Create something. Why does it always got to be with us soul food fucking barbershops, soul foods, and fucking houses? White person buy a house, he bought a house. Black person buy a house, he want to impress the white man. The white man don't want to impress you. Now, I'm not saying white people ain't superficial either. Y'all some superficial motherfuckers too. Very superficial. However, a lot of y'all got the money to back shit up. We don't believe in generational wealth. That's why we're so fucking broke. We're poverty stricken. One of our family members died, then they leave us with their debt. It's just terrible. Stop it, black people. Stop. Stop it. The foolishness, the diamonds. Stop it. Stop it. Did you see that Chinese man delivering food? Does that nigga wear any jewelry? Them niggas stay low. They're respectful. They say hello. You, you can't. Listen to me. You can't stay low and innovate from that. I stay to myself. That's why I don't fuck with nobody. You see, I'll stay. No, that doesn't work. That doesn't. Where does that work? Why, why does it work? If you were on drugs back in the day or you had an alcohol abuse problem and you stayed away from the winos and the niggas that drink or the crackheads that you used to hang around, I get that. You don't have to stay away from them. They're going to stay away from you because you're doing well. I always tell people, stop putting so much effort. Stop putting so much effort into staying away from people. Just do what you're supposed to do. If you was on some bullshit, niggas gonna be around you. You start changing and going to church every week, nigga, man, fuck that nigga, nigga. And they going to church and shit out there preaching the Bible. Every time we talk about it, you talk about the Bible, man, leave that nigga alone. They gonna leave you alone. Yeah, that's why I cut people out of my life. I stay away from that. That doesn't work. I said this yesterday. It doesn't work. If you do what you're supposed, go up there and try, try to get that, try to get that patent and get you some toilet paper, nigga. Create some toilet paper. There's not a lot of companies out there. Go create that. Niggas start seeing that you making that, man, fuck that nigga. That nigga's out there. What that nigga need doing? Fuck that nigga. We don't fuck with that nigga no more. Nigga making fucking toilet paper. Nigga think he the shit. 
Fuck him. Toilet paper ass making nigga. I thought you was going to be an actor. Now you out there making toilet paper. Yo, fuck that nigga. We don't fuck with him. Then when I come back to the hood, yo, what up, y'all? Nah, we good. We good. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, what happened? Nobody want to speak to me? A lot of y'all be like, y'all don't understand. I bought this new house. Bought this new car. Niggas are staying away. Yes, as you grow, niggas was going to leave you alone. You don't have to put the effort in the debt, motherfuckers. They're going to leave you alone anyway. One thing a loser doesn't want to see is progression. That nigga going to be like, man, fuck this. This nigga trying to progress. I ain't got no time for that bullshit. Fuck him. Robert F. Smith is the richest black man in the U.S. and only worth $9 billion, which is nothing compared to Asian and white people wealth. Thank you, Dr. Miguel. I talked about this. That I talk, do, you know, do you know $9 billion to a black man right now here in Robert F. Smith? That's King Kong to that nigga. That's God. Oh, my God. $9 million. Fucking Kanye's worth fucking $9 billion. These niggas out here is worth four, seven, eight hundred billion. Apple alone, the company's worth like two trillion dollars. I mean, come on, man. That's a great example, though, Doctor Miguel. You know what's funny? Last summer, I talked about this. This this year, the billionaire mindset is going to be a year old, right? The billionaire mindset. Just watch this billionaire camp that comes up this summer. Wait till I do that fucking thing. Wait till I do that show. Oh my god. I'm going to show you the, the brokest billionaire is worth like $3 billion. The brokest billionaire is fucking Jay. Listen, they said Jay-Z's worth a billion dollars, right? Robert F. Smith is worth $9 billion. He's the richest black man in the U.S. The richest white billionaire in the U.S. is worth like $700 billion. I mean, niggas, niggas got to stop it. They got to stop the Chinese man started a water company and is a billionaire. Water. Water. You know how many different brands of water? How many times you go in the store and you be like, well, I'm going to fuck with this brand. I, there's so many brands of water, nigga. Nigga, how can niggas not make water? You're making money from shit that comes out of your faucet. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Lord, give me the strength. Lord, give me the strength. Give me the strength. Don't wait, create. I'm going to say this. This is my favorite phrase for the billionaire when I said, don't wait, create. Buy a, buy a mansion, but make the money first. Make the money. Innovate, and the money will come. Create, and the money will come. Then you get all that shit. But make the money first. Make a whole lot of that shit. Don't be poor folks and be like, oh, you know, we could do this and have a No, no. No, you're never gonna go, you're never gonna grow from that. That's poor mentality. You're not for sale. When that Asian man comes to your door and offers you money, you slam the fucking door in their face. Say it's not for sale. Do what the Jews do. It's not for sale. I don't give a fuck what you owe me. We have to keep our communities for eons. We have kids, 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 kids coming in, future generations. No, it's not for sale. You don't niggas don't know how to do that. Oh, well, shit, fuck that. It's my opportunity. Everything's an opportunity. One of my man's grandfathers, nigga, left five houses, man. These niggas sold four. Stupid motherfuckers. They got one house left. They sold four. Four. How the fuck do you... Your, your grandfather left five houses in 2000... What year was that? He died, like 2018, 2017? It's terrible, man. I pray for us. I really do. I really, really do. Shout out to Nervous Numbers. Appreciate that. 
Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you want what's the secret to a black man? Yeah, be a big ass and tits. Okay, yes, we like all that. And that's cool. That's fun. But if you have that, you gotta think about the man you fucking with. Cause God forbid that nigga drop a baby in your ass. You're gonna realize, you're gonna you're gonna go back to my old videos and be like, let me listen to this shit. Maybe, maybe it's gonna be too late then. Should've listened before. Now you got a baby with this dust mop. Yeah, Rihanna a billionaire now too, but fucking Kylie was a millionaire. She was a billionaire before fucking Rihanna. And Rihanna's a singer. That's a disgrace. Rihanna became a billionaire because she 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 got into improv, creating, branding. That's all it is. It's branding. That's all it is. Kylie, did did you ever hear Kylie talk? Did Kylie ever have say a word? Did you did you ever see Kylie in an interview? Did you ever see Kylie Kardashian doing anything? Nothing. That bitch is triple rich. She's the baby sister. The baby. Yeah. True story. True story, Dr. Miguel. Five houses. This nigga left five fucking houses. I know every last one of them because three of us in my neighborhood. Five. They All these brothers, the sons sold all them. Stupid motherfuckers. Greedy black son of a bitches. You want to see greed with niggas? Let somebody die. Because niggas are so greedy. Niggas want that money. Oh, fuck it. They, they don't think about nothing about generational wealth. Nothing. I don't care if you left me $10,000. If a family member left me ten grand, watch what I do to that motherfucker. Watch what I make. I make that ten grand, nigga in the fucking 100 Just because it came from them. Yeah, Rihanna, I'm not impressed by Rihanna being a billionaire. That's what you do when you brand. Kanye wasn't a billionaire because he was a singer. That nigga was a billionaire when he fucking started branding them sneakers. Kylie branded the name and she blew. She blew, exploded. Exploded. If I was rich, you would never know it. You'd be like, that nigga, they got money. How could you tell? Well, we actually was down in fucking uh, California and somebody showed me this fucking $80 million house he had. That's the only way you would, you, you would know that. You would only know it from that way. Because I wouldn't, you know what I mean? You, you would never look at me and tell. I'm not obsessed with money. They can be asking, yo, would you take a brick to the to Florida? Would you take, would you sell dress? And now I don't, I'm good. I don't, I'm not obsessed with money. Just give me some shelter, some food. I'm good. I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not obsessed. I'm not greedy. Yeah, that the, the Jay-Z, the Kanye, Rihanna shit is that's what dumbs down black people. Because black people don't understand that these niggas got the power because they're entertainers and it's easier, they're, it's easier for them to brand. If you have a big name in entertainment, whether it's through your sisters or your brothers or whoever, you can brand. You have the name. So if I have a if I have a let's say I have a, a liquor that I want to put out, and I'm just this tycoon. I'm rich, but I'm nobody knows who I am. And I want to get a brand. I want to put this name out. I'm going to have to say, well, listen, uh, Puff Daddy, I will need you to uh, put your name on this. You're going to promote this. I want to give you, I want to give you, now I'm worth $500 billion, but I'm going to give you $100 million just to fucking push this bitch. Deal? Yeah, deal. We're going to put, we're going to put half of that shit in the fucking marketing. And you're going to, this is your drink. I'm going to be in a cut. It's my shit, but nigga, this is what you do. 
You still got fifty million to play with. What do you think is going to work? Who's 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 going to lose? I'm not going to put it out there. I don't know who the fuck I am. You understand what I'm saying? My my thing is real estate or whatever, but I, I'm not a liquor guy, so I have to use somebody that has a name. That's what Adidas did. See what I'm saying? That's what Nike did with Kanye. Kanye. See, y'all niggas be like, yo, Kanye pimped Nike. No, nigga. They could never, he could never pimp Nike. The niggas is worth a trillion fucking dollars. Okay? They used him. Hey, we're going to use you, nigga, because we see that you got a name. We love the name. We love your fucking fashion ethics. We're going to create some shit. Boom, it popped. Nigga moved over to Adidas. Adidas was a fucking graveyard. It was a graveyard before. The niggas wasn't doing as well until Kanye came over there. So Adidas used him. That's what it's about. This market. That's what it's about. You're going to go to Adidas. You, you go to Adidas and buy some shell toes. Come on, man. You're going to go buy some fucking Yeezys. That's what it's about. You market. Everything is about marketing. You know, if a person has the name, there's a woman around my way. She has a, a big hall, like they do, you know, big events. Black sister. She, you know, and I know a lot of these brothers be like, yo, we could pump it up. Yo, I could put it on my Facebook and share it. No, nigga, you can't share it. You don't have no fucking power. You can't share shit. You're not a promoter. You know how much marketing costs? You think you're just going to throw some shit up on Instagram? You think you'll be seeing these big Instagram views going up? These niggas are paying for that. Marketing costs money. Some of these car dealerships dealerships in my neighborhood be paying $15,000 a month in fucking damn advertisement. I'll put it on my Instagram. You think, you, nigga, you pay for that. Cross promotion, all that. That shit costs money. You go to a person that got to pop an Instagram and be like, yo, mention my name. I'll give you fucking $10,000. And they pump your shit up and get you 10,000 followers. That's mar- That's the real way to do marketing. Y'all niggas be thinking like, no, nah, I'm just going to keep posting my shit. I post my shit, but my videos don't go no fucking way because I'm not paying for my promotion. All my shit is, is me. But if I was paying for my marketing, my fucking Instagram would be through the roof. If I was paying for my marketing on YouTube, my, my fucking followers would be through the roof. You got to pay. How you think fucking Kevin Samuels got exploded? You think he went to world? You think world star hip hop made that video go viral just because they caught it? You got to pay to go on world star. Nothing's free on world star. Some of the shit they may grab and paste on there, but you have to pay for that. World star hip hop, you have to pay. Some of the advertisement is like, I think one of them big pages, I don't know what it is now, but one of them big pages, like $20,000 to throw a video up in that bitch for a day. Advertisement costs a lot of money. Marketing. Wake up, people. Wake up. I'm about to be out of here soon, ladies and gentlemen, but I just want y'all to just please don't coon. Don't feel that when you move, you have to not speak to nobody. You keep things to yourself. I don't fuck with people. That's why I stay to myself. See, that attitude is going to get you nowhere because nobody really gives a fuck about you the way you think they do. You probably have a handful of motherfuckers that do, but when you move into a new community, nobody knows you. You understand what I'm saying? That's just showing you, like, if you were famous, you'd be fa- Let me tell you about a famous person. A famous person can't go any fucking way. They have to live where famous people live, and even with famous people are going to know who they are. You understand what I'm saying? So if you got to play, oh, that's why people in my business, blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. Keep thinking that. 
Just keep thinking that, but that's just not going to get in. That attitude is Negro mentality. That's nigger shit. Nobody wants your fucking ghetto ass to come from New York, move to the Midwest with that shitty attitude because you didn't fuck with people in New York. And now you're looking at us crazy because we say good morning, good afternoon, good night. Beat it. Don't bring that out. That's toxic. You bring that shit out to the Midwest. We don't need that. Shout out to Chanel. Thank you, Chanel. <laughs> Shout out to Chanel Bonet. Appreciate that. See how that shit got deep when she said, you got a sexy voice, Nate. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shout out to Chanel. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, start getting it together, man. Ladies, let these niggas pay. And niggas, ain't nothing wrong with you throwing a woman a couple of dollars. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It ain't tricking. Is it tricking? No, nigga. You're not fucking 15. It was, you know, 15 years older, you ask that question, that's different. Nigga, you're a grown motherfucker. You tip the fucking waitress? Yeah. Then you tip the bitch that you with. That bitch fucked this shit out of me. She gave me the pussy whenever I want to suck my dick, eat my ass, all that. Whatever you into, that's maybe what you into. Gotta look out for her. Yeah, I'm out here shopping, whatever, just getting my son some shit. Okay, let me throw a little hundred dollars toward that. Yo, what's your cash app? What you need my cash app? Stop asking questions, baby. Take this little hundred. Oh, wow, nobody ever did that for me before. She'll never forget. She'll never forget. You be fucking shit. Oh, my God, I love you. I know you married, but God damn, I love you. I love you. I love you, Nate. I love you. You be like, oh, shit. Hundred dollars went far. It's the thought. She was like, wow, he he thought of me. He, I was out. And it, it, it'd be that one day where she was fucked up. Dr. Miguel said, um, shout out to Dr. Miguel. Dr. Miguel said, what do you think about crypto and NFTs for minorities to build wealth, bro? You know what? The only reason why crypto is popular now, it's kind of like rap related. It seems like hip hop embraces crypto and nfts so much and i feel that at least the brothers i know like I, i'll give an example there's a one brother from around my way <laughs> so whenever i hear he's part of some shit i'm like no nah, i'm good so he's like yeah you know i try to you know do my youtube thing i need to talk to you about this crypto shit like i made a couple dollars with it and it's always the same thing so every respectfully respectfully every ignorant ghetto motherfucker i know that's what they always ask me. So the reason why I say I don't think people, I think people need, I think black people need to learn more about financial literacy before they even start talking to crypto and NFTs. I don't think they're ready for that because they barely even know what a fucking dollar is, the value of a dollar. And they're still throwing money up in the club and shit like that and still watching their favorite rappers rap or do something stupid. So I don't feel we know the true value of a dollar to, to get into the crypto mode yet. I think the investors that flip this and, and talk a language, I feel like this is the language with the ghetto, the hood could at least embrace a little more than the stock market. Like the stock market was just too intricate and all they knew was the app to buy shares from Apple. <laughs> so now it's just like, here we go with crypto and NFTs. So I feel the, I feel this great for them. I just feel that blacks and minorities particularly are not ready for it yet. I don't think they, like I said, they don't have the true financial literacy in line yet, so I think they should, you know what I mean? Right. And it's true, and again, that's only because I always go by what I'm hearing the common dude ask me, I'm like, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? He talking, nah, it's all right. So I, I, I think that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? 
He said, "Bro, you look happy and distressed." Um, I'm 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 happy now. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy now, Biggie the boss. I'm happy now. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm talking to you guys. You know what I'm saying? This is you see. That's why when people talk all this nonsense about yo, that's why I keep to myself, nigga. I, I love people. I love people, and you know, if I'm not around people, I'm very very miserable. You know what I mean? And 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 I, and I feel that. So that's one of the big things about that. Um. Yeah, yeah, um, Dr. Miguel, it is sad. It's, it's sad because, you know, listen, I got a friend of mine that's coming out of jail this month. He's a white-collar criminal. He's not a violent dude, right? So he's going to be out of jail this month. And it's sad when a black man comes home from jail, right? That shit is looked upon as a nigga that came out of Desert Storm. We look at that as the epitome of the manhood. I mean, at least the, the general, to general, to generalize it, you know? But... Again, my boy would say that. That's that's my example. Like, first thing he's gonna be like, yeah, because of crypto. No, 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 no. Yeah. So I know when he's talking that shit, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Like, nigga, you ain't learned. You know, financial literacy is is key. And a lot of us don't have financial literacy is because our mindset is poor. As black people, we always, you know, we 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 embrace things that have no value. You know? And we make others rich. It's like we go into these stores with these Arabs and we buy all this jewelry and none of these niggas wear it, but we do. And we hold it up, promoting the nigga, giving free promotion. This nigga sitting there like goofy. He ain't got to worry about no fucking marketing because this fucking little baby just fucking got on his damn Instagram with fucking 30 million followers and told everybody to come here. So he's good. He got the rap niggas that looked out. The nigga spent 40 fucking thousand on a ring another five hundred thousand on some fucking damn chain and he's gonna promote me we we just got we just i don't know man yeah, i'm telling you stocks is telling you black people can't watch the nsoyc thing they can't watch none of that they they don't know what they're looking at they have no fucking clue when they tell you what the dow jones that's a language that blacks oh man i don't want to listen to that shit the crypto sounds more fucking rip it sounds more lit so let me fuck with that <laughs> I'm telling you, we need to. We we do need to get into more stocks and ETFs. I mean, I I, I totally agree. You know what I'm saying? But we 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 are into it on a legal level. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, but we not we're not into it when we really know with the true value. Like we we don't know it inside and out. Like the, the other things that we do know. Fetty TV said tangible businessmen providing products or services before digital investments. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But again, even on the digital investments, like I said, I mean, it's all about marketing, man. Like I said, you know, there's some YouTubers out here. If you guys want to even make, like, if YouTubers wanted to really do it right now, trust me when I tell you, you got you got you some money. You got to walk around. You got to start paying these niggas to, 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 to do cross promotion. You got to pay niggas or, or just do the cross promotion. But black people ain't trying to do no close because the niggas ain't trying to blow you up and I ain't blowing up. I got a good friend that is a comedian in L.A. Um, I ain't gonna mention his name, but a real close dude. But y'all know, very famous, and that's my bro. But you know what I'm saying? Getting him on this channel is almost like the fear. This is the fear of a black man. Now he ain't trying to fuck with my shit. Because in other words, why would he try to make my shit blow when he's trying to get to where he got to go? That's how that's how the black mindset is. The billionaire mindset would be, fuck it, that's my man. If that nigga blow, I'm going to make sure that we got shit extra stone where I get my bread. Like, business first. 
You know, you may not blow, but if you do, nigga, you, you know what I'm saying? You got to put this extra stone. like, Or, you know, whatever it's going to be, maybe well, let's just help each other out. Fuck it. Whoever blows first, we got each other. We don't look at it like that. Yeah, stuff is dropping, but unfortunately, some things are not dropping. You already see the situation going on in the car. The auto industry and the housing industry determines everything. You know, you, you want to see the, the, the value of the dollar going good, then you see when they bringing things down material, you got the chip situation going on with the auto industry. And then, of course, with, you know, um, real estate, as you know, you know, the, the fucking materials through the roof. So, you know, building a home right now, this is probably not the best time to do that because, you know what I'm saying? These builders are fucking, you know, these uh, manufacturers are getting money. So there's just a lot of things. So the feds raised raise the rates and the stock market will probably drop more presenting new opportunities. Yes. Well, that's the thing. The feds raise the rate, but then it's also good when the feds lower the rate and then we could buy more homes and it's a time to buy. But I feel now with COVID right now, things are starting to soften up right now. Numbers are going down. So I think it's the time, the best time to just chill out and just kind of like be cool, be cool, play, play, you know, learn what you learned. Don't stay within your barriers and not try to do nothing crazy. And, just kind of let things soften and take its place. Let nature take its course a little bit. I think we need to kind of do that. It's important that we do that. You know, I always tell people, if you don't know what to do with your money, just don't blow it. Just don't spend it then. Fuck it. You know, don't don't blow it and then next thing you know, you have shit. That's, that's torture, but it's better to have than not have at all. You know? And, oh, well, you know, you know, the money's not good in the bank. Yes, it is. It's better in the bank than if you blow it in the fucking strip club. That's bullshit. A lot of people can't save. Black folks can't fucking manage to save money. You know? I know people that bought houses on shoestring budgets. You know, but once you're in that game and you flipping these houses and fucking making money where you're able to put money in and make a better return back, that's a whole different level of money. And I think that's what people got to start thinking of. I make jokes about it, but it really is sad, you know? It really is sad. And I'm not happy about that because I feel as if I make mockeries. I can make a mockery and make a joke, but then it's just like my jokes are real. Like, you know, I really feel that. And um, we got a lot to do, man. I think that's that's the fo- that's the one thing I want to focus on for myself for 2022. Let me take care of my shit. And in the event of you doing what you got to do, people follow. Because once people start seeing that you move in a certain way, um, some of them are going to leave you alone and then other ones are going to want to ride with you. So not everybody's going to want to come on that ladder and not everybody's meant to come up on that ladder, but that's cool. You know you're doing well when people are starting to stray away from you. Just remember that. That's a good thing. A lot of y'all don't realize that, but it's true. You know you're doing well when people start straying away from you. You know, I mean, you, if you're a bum-ass nigga they stray away from you, then you know you're a bum-ass nigga. That's different. <laughs> we're speaking in terms of doing your thing. When you start doing your shit and people are straying away, you know, that's what it is. But the same thing I was telling you earlier about the whole person I told you that moved out, he didn't want to tell anybody. It's like, yo, you, you, can't, you can't do a monopoly like that. You know, that's not the way to do it. Always put the word out what you're doing because it kind of puts people out into spreading the word for other people that may be able to help you. It's almost like I tell you guys, listen, I'm trying to produce a film and 
I got to get the money up and I really want to do a good relational based film where people could, people will, 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 will you know, they, they, they'll invest in that, right? So if they invest in that, they'll look at that and say, wow, you know, well, Nate put it out. But if I had told you, yo, I was doing all this money, like, damn, Nate, why you ain't tell us? Like, my uncle was sitting on mad money or one of my bands was sitting on mad bread and he didn't know what to do with his money. We could have helped you out. We could have gave you that million dollars. Y'all look at, y'all hear figures and get scared like nobody is in this world. You never know who knows who. Remember, for every rich person, they know somebody that may not be as rich as them. They mean, person may have to, you never know who a person knows. So you kind of like want to share the idea, but you don't want to share the idea, but you kind of want to share the motive, the goal. It's like, you know, this is what we're trying to do. And then you'd be surprised who may jump on that, that ball. Like, yo, man, listen, I want to donate this. I've been hearing about you. I've been watching you. I don't know if you know me, but I want to give you a very big donation and we appreciate what you're doing. You know, you got to put that out. So that's the same mindset it is when you move and you may try to move to a town. Like, yo, bro, my, 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 my cousin's cousin's the mayor down there. Like, they could put you onto a job, man. Like, yo, they, they got affordable housing or they know like, this, this first time of home buyers program. You don't know what a person knows. You're the, never, never underestimate the ability of a human being, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Never do that. If, um, Bernie said, yo, what up, Nate? You're right, man. We got to stick together too much. It's too much, man. It's too much, man. I just seen a neighbor that I that they've been living in my community for two years. I just started speaking on. And I was being a nigga, you know what I mean? Part of the billionaire mindset sometimes is coming out of the mindset. And I was I wasn't speaking well, but then I realized this snowstorm and I seen a sister struggling out there and she had no man helping. I was like, yo, man, you know what I'm saying? Help the sister out. And she was a nice sweetheart, man. I think all along she just was afraid because black people, we afraid of each other. We embrace that white man, but God damn, we, we see black people over the neighborhood like, oh hell no. We see that white person like, yes. White people moving in, man. Yeah, I got white people moving in my neighborhood. My shit is nice. I got white. My neighbors are white. My other neighbors are white. We love some white folks. And black folks, we be like, oh, boy. Fucking hating bitch. <laughs> Niggas ain't even get out the moving truck yet. You just see the fucking car. You see that Mercedes Benz in the driver. They go, oh, God, here we go. Here goes the neighborhood. It's a fucking mess. It's a fucking S-Class over there. 2007 with some fucking shiny rims. Uh-oh. And they coming in there with they bullshit like, fuck that. We don't speak to nobody. We stay to our soul. We from New York. What the fuck did you move down here for? Like, we, we speak to each other out here, nigga. God damn. But much love to y'all, man. I got to get something to eat. It is late. And um, I appreciate you guys all. Again, I hope you did learn a lot from this. It's clearly things that I shared that's on my mind. A little bit of everything. But um, you got to stop, man. Just, just let it go. We got we got to do better. We we are swimming in our own sewage, and we're not coming out of that. And part of that is be friendly, be neighborly, be loving. It's okay to see a neighbor and say what's up. You know, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with 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 with, with showing love to a person and spreading the love. Nothing wrong with that. Just. You ain't got to be low, low, low. You ain't no drug dealer. You selling drugs and doing illegal shit, then yeah, you got to be low. But you know what I'm saying? Don't don't, don't feel that you got to be low to the point where you don't fuck with nobody or stay to myself. Like that that shit is crazy. Like you got a community with a whole bunch of motherfuckers that stay to themselves. And that's not a community. And that's just a whole bunch of fucking people that just speak to themselves, <laughs> stay to themselves. So it's not a community. A community stays together, you know, and 
Shout out to the bozo that did that bullshit today, though. But come on, B. That's some sucker shit. Like, what kind of weirdo shit is that? Like, how the fuck do you just leave niggas? Like, that's crazy. Like, I've been in this moving business for over 25 years, bro. I've never, I've never understood how people, especially my black folks, they just really believe that. Dr. Miguel, man, it's been a pleasure. Shout out to Dr. Miguel. Let me give you a round of applause, man. And this is a great thing. This is a great thing when I got a doctor here. You know what I mean? A lot of you brothers would be like, yo, man, but why you ain't have no trap rapper here, bro? You know what I'm saying? You got to have some of these bloody crips. I mean, I fuck with the B's and C's. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of older niggas I know that been moving around. But it's good to see the doctor here, my brother. It's good to see that, man. Matter of fact, Dr. Miguel, what kind of doctor are you? Because I see E.D., but ED, what kind of doctor is that? Because I, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I like to ask questions. It's like asking a Dominican, are you Dominican or Puerto Rican? They'd be like, damn, B, I'm fucking Peru. Some people don't like that. Like, I like to ask the question. But what kind of doctor are you? Are you a doctor that like has a doctrine, or do you like, you know, you 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 practice medicine? Like, what, what kind of a doctor are you? So we can educate the people here. Because people see doctors, they thought Dr. Luther, Luther King, Dr. Martha Luther King was a, a surgeon, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We salute you. So Dr. Miguel, um, Miguel Torres, um, you know, what do you practice? What is your practice? I know doctors like, hold on, Nate, don't be telling these people who the fuck I <laughs> Yeah. I stay to myself, Nate. I don't fuck with nobody. I keep my stuff to myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, oh shit, it's, it's funny because he, he he said you he said salute to Doctor Miguel. Doctor Miguel said you too dark, and I thought he was saying like you too fucking dark, and I was like what the fuck? But he's saying you too dark man a diva. <laughs> I guess he picked it up. But Doctor Bell, what, what, what is your what is your practice though? We need to we need to tell the people. There's forty people, thirty nine people still here. They want to know what is your practice. Um, I mean, tell us something. You know, um, it's important. So if you don't want to answer it, cool. But, you know, we, we we do like to know what, you know, what kind of, you know, being in medicine. I did say we should enhance our medicine here. And, you know, and I know that you are in medicine. So we'll find that out. So we'll, we'll see a couple of seconds for him to answer. Oh, I don't, he doesn't practice medicine. Okay. So you're probably one of the doctors like Dr. Heathcliff Hustable or Dr. Bill Cosby. Because Bill Cosby is a doc- actually a doctor. So he doesn't practice medicine, so that's not the medic. That's not the doctor. That's why I said that when I seen EDD. You know, a lot of the young niggas like, is he a director? Is he a doctor for erectile dysfunction? And I said, no, nah, nigga, that's two D's, not one. But yeah, he doesn't practice medicine. Oh, he's a professor, right? Oh well, Doc Madadiva actually answered that. Disease control, basically these days. Okay, all right, yeah. Well, that's good enough. Well, listen, you know, again. Again, that's why you say you have to ask questions, you know. When y'all see people in the new neighborhood, man, give a person. How you doing, man, you know? And sometimes you just get to it. Don't be, don't be, you know, you especially you got a little thug or that little girl that got the attitude. Just say, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Are you new here in the neighborhood? Hi, my name is such and such. Nice and welcome. And just keep it moving. You know, nothing wrong with that. They may see it, it was weird. Oh, shit, shout out to Mrs. Mary. Yeah, you did miss a lot. Shout out to Mrs. Mary. I didn't even see you there, darling. What's going on? I see you there earlier. Oh, did I? No, no, you wasn't there earlier. Yeah, so. That's important. We need that. You know, we, we need the, the education of from each other, but we need the love from each other. And all you fucking losers that's moving from the, the East Coast, don't come out there with that attitude. Please don't, don't, don't go mess up these people's beautiful homes and what they know. You know, show love, man. 
You know, one dude was telling me he moved to Texas and it was he had to get weird because neighbors were coming over there talking. I'm like, nigga, nigga, neighbors are coming to talk to you when you fucking was in New York, nigga. <laughs> no fucking difference. Oh, he works for the Department of Health. Okay. Okay, good, good. Shout out to you. Yeah, stop it. Black folks always think, yo, I gotta be on the low. Niggas be hating. No, nigga, nigga, you know what I'm saying? The world be hating if that's the case. Niggas don't hate like that. Just that you think that you're fucking a celebrity and you're not. You're not Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? You don't need bodyguards. You don't have to call your bodyguards to come to your house to walk you to your car and all that bullshit. So stop it. Just stop it. We all love each other. We're a community. You know what I'm saying? And it's always sad when we have people that leave our communities and you know, they could have been close. It's, it's just sad, you know what I'm saying? So, like, show the love, show the love. There any upcoming shows on what we do, what we can do to get young people back on track? Yeah, I'm going to be doing a lot of videos on therapy. And no, no Q&As, because I think that's corny, because everybody thinks they're therapists, but a lot of therapy in the mindset of a lot of people need to talk to people. I had a brother that reached out to me today. This is, for example, and he was going through something with, you know, his other half or whatever, whatever. I ain't going to say too much, but he, the phone call started. He was very distressed. And at the end of it, he was happy and laughing. So that's it. We're going to start making people feel better every day. Every day. We could do it here or we could do it online. And when I say online, like you can hit me on Instagram and whatever it's going to be. But, this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be giving a lot of therapy now because your therapists are not doing the job and I feel, I know I can do better. I know it. I know I can. I know that. I know that. My degree is closer to public health and epidemiology. Okay. And you work for the city. You're here in New York, so so you know you're good. You just can't, you just can't be moving to Jersey and shit and having the same license. You know you're fucked. <laughs> you know if you work for the city, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Just got home from work. I got something to watch now instead of Netflix tonight. Oh, wow. Shout out to Obi-Wan Steph. That's the bro right there. That's my guy. It's another one. I'm going to put this on the podcast a little quicker than like usually I wait, but I'm going to try to put it on there around 1.30, 2 o'clock if you have to listen to it. But again, this is this is what, uh, um, you know, I love, you know, one thing about being black is, uh, the one thing about being black is I feel we I feel we're people that just don't, we want so much validation, but yet we don't want to be bothered. Does that make sense? Like, we really do want validation. So that's why I tell people when they're in the neighborhood and y'all little y'all coming in with your little Frankenstein faces all angry and moving in neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Be that neighbor. If you've been there for years and you live in Houston and you know that these people are new, man, give them a welcome home. Give them a cake or something. Make them feel good. They'll never forget that they need that. That's why people are leaving New York because we're so fucking mean here. And niggas are depressed, so they're coming to you for that uplift. So give it to them. And if you're in New York, you need to start doing that yourself here. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we got 11 year olds carjacking people. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's bad. I seen a, I seen a, a, a real strange house in a car in front of the house today, and it was like, oh, damn, I hope this is a night that I, I make it home or don't go to jail. It's hard. Um, I thought about teaching, but COVID hit hard. Yeah, COVID did hit hard, you know, and I'm glad COVID did hit the way it is because there's a lot of people that sacrificed for us to do better. Hopefully we learn. Nate, don't you want another channel or did you rebrand? Um, I kind of rebranded a little bit, you know. It just became the billionaire mindset because I wanted to really get into something that I enjoy doing. Is So we COVID hit me hard. That's why I'm out on the streets. You know, 
I was outside. If I was outside, I wouldn't be doing a billionaire mindset. I'd still be asking Nathaniel. It still is, but you know what I mean? Yeah, hit me on too. Shout out to Big L. What's up, Big Bro? I found you through Minister Jap. Salute to Big L, man. What up, Big Bro? I appreciate you. Salute to Minister Jap. That's my guy. I feel bad, man. Me and Minister Jap. Well, we're going we, we gonna to work together again. I had a real good time on that show, by the way. I had a real good time on it. I really, really did. I really, really enjoyed that. I really did. I really enjoyed that. Shout out to Minister Jap. Shout out to um, O'Shea Duke Jackson. Two brothers, man, that I respect. They respect me. It's, it's great, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, Doc. Shout out to Dr. Miguel. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just something else, man. You know, we got to get off that high horse because we ain't got to be that high. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we on a high horse when it's unnecessary? Like, take it easy. Take it easy, people. Take it easy. Take it easy. Just take it easy. Like, be neighborly. Be nice. Show love. Love your neighbor. Honor thy neighbor. Honor thy mother and thy father, and your days shall be longer. Just if, if people could just play with them Ten Commandments, because they apply. Not today, they apply now. Like they apply. <laughs> Oh, God. So much love for y'all, man. Much love to you. I appreciate you all, man. I will talk to you later. Um, shout out to Big L, man. I appreciate you talking about a diva. And everybody that joined in, man, I hope you found this uh, amusing. Please put those likes up if you didn't. Please click the like button. Please, I appreciate that. And um, yeah, you know, you said COVID provided a lot of money-making opportunities. Yes, it did, but a lot of us still are sleeping in the rock. So we have to realize it, it provided a lot of money-making opportunities, but we, we have to apply ourselves a lot better. We really, really do. So um, let's let's work on that and um, you know, let's get it together, man. I'm riding with everybody, man. Let's, let's do it. I appreciate you all. But um, yeah, to answer your question, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing a lot more therapy-based interviews um and it's gonna be the way it is now like it's gonna be comedic it's gonna be true it's gonna be harsh but you know you're gonna feel better when you're getting off just let the sound of my voice soothe you while the knowledge kicks in you feel me like just when you hear me talking you hear me talking you hear me singing you hear me singing you know what i mean but i'm cooning them but if you hear me talking just grab a seat plug them ears AirPods in or whatever and just let it just flow. If you got a question, then you feel free to ask the question as well. And if your questions are personal, then you feel free to just hit me up on my Instagram and or my email. Instagram is right on the bottom. So salute. Okay? Appreciate you all. Um, oh, I appreciate that, Big L. I learned a lot from you already, Big Bro. I appreciate that, Big L. And that's, and that's another thing too, man. Um, We need that, you know? I had a rough day today, but I remember me saying, man, I know it's going to get better, but boy, this is rough. And I really, 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 really like let myself like it was rough today. And what did I learn from that? Number one, rest. (laughs) Rest. Rest. Just rest, man. Shout out to I need to hit O'Shea up and do another one. Yes, I did. Just punch in O'Shea and put action there. It's a while ago. It was about last year. Early last year, I did it with O'Shea. Well, a while ago for him because that nigga be pumping out like five videos a day. So a while a while ago for O'Shea is a long time. 
You know what I'm saying? You should become a psychologist, Nate. You know, it's funny, man. I, I believe me, and that's a that's an honor to hear that. I I thought of that. Lord knows, I thought of that. Lord knows, I thought of that. You know, the older I get, I feel the more opportunities open up to me. So I, I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna leave that right there. Now that's something I shared. I just shared something with you. You know what I'm saying? Now some people are like, no, I'll keep shit alone to nobody. No, none of my moves, nigga. But how you gonna have how you ain't gonna tell nobody with you when you need the people's support? So, you know, but I feel that more old doors are gonna open up for me and I know I'm determined. And I'm determined. And, and I and I, I I believe that solely from the bottom of my heart. You know? So it was it would be like a good fun fit for you. And you know what's funny? When I first started doing this, I was called a relationship um I forgot what I called it. Relationship, not expert, consultant, consultant. But I didn't know how to brand that then because I didn't feel that people needed that needed that later. So now it's just like, come on, man. Today I had a call today where a brother hit me up and I felt honored that he called me instead of his therapist. I was like, wow. Wow. That was just... Basically what I'm saying is the day was so rough that God gave me all these reminders that everything going to be all right, kiddo. We know you had a rough day. Let me give you a little bit of inspiration because I know you're letting it go. And he did. And I'm, and I'm appreciative and I thank you for that. And what a great compliment, Dr. Miguel. Give Dr. Miguel Torres a round of applause, man. Do you have a YouTube channel, Dr. Miguel? Or you just, that's just the name it. But yeah, it was a really, 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 um, it's an honor, man. It's an honor to have a day such as I had. Four o'clock, I was a, I was a wreck. Like, really, like a wreck. Like, sometimes you got to be real careful, man. You could give yourself a heart attack. Seriously. Sometimes you can stress so much and be... Because my problem is with me, I get frustrated a lot. I get frustrated a lot. I get frustrated because it's just like, what, you know, what are you thinking? Sometimes I'll be so patient where it's just like, maybe I'm too patient. Like, I'll give you one quick example before I go, right? <laughs> I'm coming out the driveway, right? And this car pulls up. Now I know the woman pulls up to pick up the next door neighbor's kids, the kids from the next door neighbor. So she pulls up and I'm like, all right. She backs up. She sees my truck is on, but I have to catch myself. I said, what the hell? Let let her let the kids get it. Then she moves up and makes a U-turn. I'm like, yo, boo. when I should have just stayed there and let her go. Like, you know what I'm saying? I should have just stayed in the truck. What rush was I in and let her just go? Like, let her just not exist anymore. <laughs> like, just drive the car the block. Go. But sometimes I put myself in a position where you're just like, okay, let me kind of re regroup. And, you know, then I was hungry. So I'm like, y'all dropped off family. I said, let me go get something to eat. I went and got something to eat. It wasn't the greatest sandwich, but it got, to, it got me to where I'm at now. So it was all right. Subway. I didn't like the way the guy opened my bread up. Shit like that. Like he opened that shit up with a, a butter knife. Then he's cheap on the meat. That's one thing about Subway. Subway's is this the I swear. It's a sandwich place. It is the worst. You know, a hood sandwich will beat or Italian sandwich. Anything from a, a deli. Delis make the best sandwiches. I don't know how Subway's is still in business. They are so stingy with their meat, man. But they, I had these coupons, so I said, ah, fuck it, let me give them a try. 
Sandwich was kind of shitty, but I mean, when you're hungry, anything tastes good. But yeah, I'm gonna make that up right now because I'm starving. <laughs> oh wow, thank you, Doctor Miguel. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. You know, today I got a call from moms. I was like, yo, Craig, one of our neighbors we grew up with, he said he he's down in Florida and he, he was watching YouTube and you popped up. I was like, what? That's that's crazy. There was like a close, close neighbor that we grew up with. I was that was that was a big deal. Your Vegas sent this caught my eye today, so I decided to see what you were talking about. <laughs> and let me say this about Vegas. Thank you. I really do have a friend moving out to Vegas. For real. So when I'm trying to tell y'all, there's two people that I know for real, for real, that literally said this statement. So one of them is moving to Houston and one is moving to Vegas. For real. Like, so I'm just letting you know, the, the only real thing about this this statement here was her. She really, really, really said this. I moved to Vegas. Well, she didn't move yet, but she's moving to Vegas, bought a house and didn't tell anybody she don't want to be bothered. She's a retired detective. And she just, <laughs> she don't want to be bothered. Yeah, I was, Dark Matter Diva. I was. I had a rough one. So, but things started opening up today. And literally from like 5 o'clock to like 8 o'clock, man, things were just pow, pow, kicking in real good, full swing. I had it like, things worked out really good today. I got a lot of little things done in this little bit of time because I didn't think I would get things done earlier. And so I got annoyed and I had to regress. And I got out of the beer in their mindset. When I get out there being in mindset, I become frustrated. When I'm in a billionaire mindset, I'm totally calm. So I'm in a billionaire mindset, and that's the key. You got to stay with it. I remember a Chinese man was talking about interested investing in the Vegas property about a month ago. Yes, pay attention to them Chinese men. Pay attention to how they move. Become their friend. Just watch them. All you got to do is just pay attention to them. Just watch how they move. Watch them. Watch how they get in and out of cars. Watch how they group up in minivans with AP. Just pay attention to how they move. They move different. I love the way they move. And you know what? They watch me watching them because I don't say much. I say, you know, hello, how you doing? You know, but watch them. I watch how the people out there cleaning up the ground and sweeping up the street when niggas just throw some shit on the ground. <laughs> like they really, they really try to keep shit together and that's why they gate everything up. You know what I'm saying? So taxes out here, it's so much better. You get more for your buck. Well, listen, I, 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 I won't say that you don't. It's just that this is what it is with me when it comes to the more for your buck. The, my mindset is different. Because I got to be able to move and be able to do something that I couldn't do here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, the advantage is, I'll give an example. Remember when we had Hurricane Sandy, or whatever hurricane it was, and Florida was, you know, there was a big time to go out there and literally make a killing, just renovating homes and putting up plasters. Like, you could make thousands of dollars a day just fucking hammering plasters and bringing a group of niggas out there to help you. I got to look at a move, a, a move that was just like, yo, I came out there on this situation. God forbid it was a damn, you know, I don't like to say earthquake or a tornado that ravaged fucking Florida and it's going to take Florida another 10 years to fix this shit up. That, you know what I mean? I, I, I look at it from that level. That's how I would look at it. But I'm not just going to go somewhere to move Um. Where, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's plenty of places. 
listen, I can live in Vegas. I could live in Texas. I could live in Jersey. I could live in New York. But I got to love the house. I got to love the community. I got to love the building. I, wherever I live, I got to live it. I got to love it. Because if I don't like the community outside of home, then I'm just going to be another person occupying a house. I don't want to be like that. So it's a little more to it than me. You know what I mean? And the billionaire mindset, it goes even further for me because innovation is a big deal. So if I have to relocate because there's a, a slow mode of something going on down here, you know what I mean? Like that's like somebody telling you, hey, Nate, we need you to do some radio in LA versus Jersey. Well, Jersey, I could probably connect with it a little better, but if it's something I know that I can push and, and, and grow and make big, then, you know, I'm all for that. You know what I'm saying? And that that's the key. It's it's all about it's all about that. So even if companies know that they, hey, you know, I remember there was a time when people were leaving Manhattan, going to Brooklyn to open it up, and now you can't touch Brooklyn. So that's what it's all about. But I can't live everywhere. <laughs> you know, you move to Texas and you get out there now, but oh, you should have moved to Vegas. You go to Vegas, they say, Oh, you should have moved over here, you should have been in Atlanta. See, I can't live everywhere, but I'd have to just still let my city, let the people know that at the end of the day, my value, the value is here. And, um, you know, that's what it's about. You know, you can't just say you're going to open up a a restaurant and I could open up somewhere that may not do well, but somehow I could make a killing. But you have to be able to accommodate to the community, accommodate to the to the environment. And that's what it's about, you know. So much love to y'all, man. You hope a great man. Have a great night. And I love you all. Appreciate you. And please put the thumbs up. Thank you again for supporting the billionaire mindset and please uh, continue because this therapy is going to work well with your mind. I guarantee that there's nobody on YouTube doing what I'm doing. Why? Cause they can't be me. <laughs>